Well, hello, hey. and welcome to a special episode of the Audio Roast Podcast, kind of. Um, so, Joshua and I had this idea, let's just go on the fly a little bit, um, see how we do when we take a swing at bat. Um, so, we've got some uh, questions formed up for each other, um, but we want to hear from you guys, too. We want to make this as interactive as possible. So, if there's something that you're like, hey, I wonder, and I've just never asked, uh, to either myself or Joshua, just type it down in the comments, and uh, yeah, that's what we're going to do for the next hour, just kind of a... Almost to get to know you, um, a year into this almost. Mm. So, you know, that's what we're doing. Um, so I know today's a big day for the big game and whatnot. Um, so we're going to try and get off of here in time so that everybody can go and catch that without missing a beat. Um, so without any further ado, let me go ahead and take care of a little business. Um, don't forget to go over to our Patreon channel at patreon.com slash the audio podcast um, and consider becoming a monthly member. There you can find upcoming events and uh, special bonus features for the show. Uh, if you would like to support the show with just a one-time donation, there's three different ways you can do that. You can do that via Venmo.com uh, slash the Audio Rose Podcast or the Cash App using the dollar sign, the Audio Rose Podcast, or PayPal.me slash the Audio Rose Podcast. Also, don't forget to go to YouTube and search for the Audio Rose Podcast. Um, while you're there, please hit the subscribe button and the notification bell to stay tuned to all of our future stuff in case it's easier for you to watch us on YouTube. Um, and also, if you're watching on Facebook, you can... Um, oh, okay. Nothing? Nothing. All right. Well, that's that's what happens when you go with the flow. Yeah. Um, let, me, um, let me come over here and do this little... YouTube's a great thing. <laughs> <laughs> we can't see your comments on YouTube. But uh, well, we we can see their comments. We get you got yeah, we can. But if you're watching on Facebook, you can't see the YouTube comments. But we'll address those if we see them. Good Lord Almighty! <laughs> Again, did we tell you we're kind of flying by the seat of our pants on this one? Uh, there you go. There it is. Go ahead and tell them, Josh. Yeah, Facebook. Uh, so we're on Facebook. So make sure you like. You can share. You can. Make sure you hit the notifications and react because that all generates traffic to our to our site. Um, don't set up a watch party that uh, prevents us from seeing your comments in our actual feed to the audio rows. Yeah, save the watch party for the game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, what else we got here? Watch me get hooked up and you won't be able to do that either because it's a video. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, <laughs> about that. Let me uh, Let me go ahead and take care of that. All right, so Facebook, it's a wonderful thing. Al Hutchins is on here. All right, um, so what we're going to do, we're going to take a quick little break uh, just to, you know, before we get started, give you guys time to get in here and get some questions, and we're going to take a quick commercial break, so stick around. We'll be back in just a second. Hey, musicians, do your shows need that extra layer of fun and excitement? Wow your fans with Next Level Production and let Sunset Productions help you up your game. We can create custom and unique sound, lighting, and video packages designed just for you and your budget. Let's work together and give our community the shows they deserve. For more information, contact Jared Isaacs at sunsetproductionsspringfield at gmail.com. You can also check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Sunset Productions. Sunset Productions. Don't be a jukebox. Be an experience.
Oh yeah, let's see what's in our mugs. Well, obviously today we've got some Breakfast in America, um, sponsored by uh, Classic Rock Coffee, and boy is it good. This mm. is actually becoming one of my favorites. I really like this one. It is. It's 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 not too harsh. Um, if you're if you're uh, an entry level coffee drinker, this is a perfect way to start. So I like the Barracuda, but it is a little. Um Tanniny, I guess. It's yeah. got a little more zing to it. Yeah, it's got a little ooh in it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Al Hutches says, um, five ways you can visit Jared in person and make it rain. Hmm. Well, you can do a rain dance. Is that a, is that a question? <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, you're Mr. Always Trebek, we need to... this in the form of a question, please. We, uh, we will always welcome people coming and throwing money at us. Right, yeah. absolutely so. Um, I'm going to adjust this here real quick and okay. maybe put this in the middle. That might kind of be cool. Um, again, we're just going on the fly. It's not uh, not that organized. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, yeah I kind of like that up there. That's kind of cool. neat. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll just kind of keep that up there. Okay. Uh, so, now then. Um, oh, I need to take uh, this and make that that. There we go. There we go. Now you can see. Yeah. So, yeah, ask us anything. Ask away. Uh, delay from sponsorship. Ah, oh. well, you know, we're making we're making things happen. So, uh, <clears throat> Josh, let's um, yeah. let's go ahead and start. We've got some uh, questions here now. Y you pointed out something that was really kind of um, well, what should have been obvious to me, but it wasn't. Um, it's the fact that whenever you were here on the show and you did the uh, the show with Jody Guy Cottingham right. for the uh, greatest TV theme songs instrumental. Right. Think, is that right? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So uh, in doing that, we, we were kind of so uh, caught up in doing the the rankings and that kind of stuff that we didn't get to actually ask some right. of these uh, quote-unquote signature <coughs> uh, questions for the audio roast to you. So right. what a perfect opportunity to do so. And um, you, being host, you never get to get these questions asked. Very them. rare. Very so rare. Yeah. I try to every share, now and then if it's, if it's you, right, so. I try to insert that so that it is. You I'm do drop some this. little nuggets of information here and there right it doesn't always present itself but when it does i try so this is an even better opportunity right. yeah absolutely uh what's up brian bettencourt how is it going in um old las vegas uh, brian and and lisa are there for i think the big game um, hey, did you know lisa got teacher of the month she did she did kudos to that she's, she's my daughter um, i have no sound effects my sound effects are over there we're doing it all different today just to show you that we can gay <laughs> No, it's anything uh, but gay. It's very good. Right. Um, so uh, let's see here. Here's a here's a good question. Deborah says, do you wear a mask when you go to a venue or not? I asked this on my page, and most said yes, but some said no. Oh, I'm think that's funny because when you said a mask, Deborah, I was thinking like I thought you were directing that to me since I paint my face and I'm like incognito. That's I, so I was thinking like a mask. I'm like, nah, I don't go through all that. But a mask, yes, I do. Um now I will I will say that whenever I'm like for example, here at the Riff, setting up for a show that night, and I'm here by myself. Nah, I don't. Um, but as soon as, like, before doors open, once other people and band members get here, yes, I absolutely do. Um, and uh, I, I will be the first to admit I changed my stance. I was like, oh, this mask stuff is BS. I actually said that I was mask gnostic, meaning I don't know if it helps or hurts. And now I'm like, okay, can we all just get on board and and try it? And if it doesn't work, you know, in, in however, however long, but everybody needs to be doing it, then we could be done with the crap. So that's where I'm at right. with it. Um, how about yourself, Joshua? Do you are you a masker? You know, uh, I normally don't go to a club unless I'm playing. So, but when I go in and set up places and get things ready, I am masked up. But when I'm performing, I don't. Uh, and 
it kind of depends on the crowd too. I mean, I, I kind of fall to peer pressure. Nobody, I, I don't know if you've been to the same. Clubs lately. I'll be honest. No one's wearing same, masks at same. the club, so. Um, and I, I, I should, I, I will. I shouldn't say I should. I will do better about that. Um, it's it's not that big of a damn deal to to wear a mask. So that's what I'll do. Um, Al says uh, I was watching Maine. Cab, uh, cabin master and they were the Betancourt cabin. Oh, nice. So uh, Brian's got some friends in some high places, if you will. Hey, you <laughs> up know, in Maine. Brian Betancourt makes wine. Oh, man. You know what I forgot? You forgot your I wine. I forgot my wine that he gave me that I didn't have to steal. Just saying. I hear it's good over ice. <laughs> right. Is wine really good over ice or is I it better just chill? Yeah, Brian. <laughs> come on. Do we ice it? You don't want water down. Chill it. Man. Right, right. Um, real quick, before we get too far into this, how does the sound sound? Are we okay? Are we too loud? Are we too quiet? Um, just want to make sure everything's kosher um, <laughs> for you guys. Again, this is just a totally kind of almost thrown together setup that's something different, something kind of fun. So, Hello, Chrissy. Christy, sorry, Christy. <laughs> Christy. You probably don't like being called Chrissy. Right. Uh, what was the first album you ever bought? Um, Joshua, Ooh. I will defer that one to you first. Well, we'll probably be getting into that. Isn't that one of the general questions? That it is. Right, let's go for it now. Let's go for it. The first album I ever bought with my own money was I bought two at the same time, and it was Face Value and No Jacket Required by Phil Collins. Wow, Phil yeah. Collins. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, so for me, the first, um, I'm trying to think here because it, it's kind of a, a double answer for me as well because – even though I didn't buy it with my own money, the first album I asked for on my birthday was mm -hmm. Coolio's Gangsta's Paradise. Um, and this and this is an, kind of a, a nod back to last week's show because mm -hmm. uh, this is kind of the phase that I was in. Um, is In the early 90s, when this was happening, when I was getting these CDs, um, I, uh, I was listening on the radio to country music and stuff. So my rebelness was like, oh, I need all these rap CDs and gangster <laughs> rap and, you know, let's, let's branch out. So the first CD I ever... And you were growing up where? Uh, this is when I was in Chilcothy. So living Chilcothy, on the farm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I'm like, oh, I need some so you were I need some in urban in my life. <laughs> yeah. Uh so uh you could so, relate with hood life. So. Well, I thought I could for a year or two. I hung for a year or two, and then I was like, okay, next. Um, but the first one I actually bought with my own money. Um, with my own money, I say that that way because it was through the uh what was it, the uh BNG music, like the Columbia yeah, House, that Columbia kind of thing. thing. So it was the uh Tupac um I, kind of a greatest hits. It was a two-disc kind of thing. So it had California Love and mm -hmm. Ain't Mad at You, some of the songs that we featured last week. So right. that was the first one I actually bought with my own money for probably a penny and never paid it off. So you know how that goes. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, good deal. Brian says, sounds great. Well, that's good to know. Okay. We were we were kind of nervous about that. Um, chilled is better. Yes. Uh, Yo, everything's better when you're chilled, man. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yo, that's what's up. Uh, Jewel says, Jared, people make uh, too much a big deal of issues with masks. I wear a mask going to the grocery store. Same. Uh, or anywhere I've been noticing people not wearing masks, unfortunately. Yeah, and and I think Deborah was asking specifically about at venues and stuff, but anywhere in public, anywhere in public, I'm always wearing a mask. Yeah, which is weird. That why would we not for a venue? It's kind of and that's like where we're supposed to be supporting because the most. People are drinking, and I get and, that. And, and know, I get that. And that is if you're eating and drinking. That stuff. is kind of a, a green or a green. I read the com that comments. Uh, it is kind of a gray area by nature. If you're if you're stuffing your face. Um, I want to scroll up here. Uh, Mindy says, chilled is better. That's what I thought. Al, has, Al Hutcher says, super green um, was his first album, I guess. <laughs> Deb says, it's kosher. Sounds fine. Good deal. Um, Deborah says, uh, I think my first album was Led Zeppelin 4. Got it at Kmart. Good old Kmart, man. Yeah. Yeah. The Red Light Special. 
Blue lights. Blue lights. Blue oh lights yeah, yeah. Special. Oh, that's yeah. That's a little TLC. Cashers and <laughs> blue light special. Um, let's see here. I was youngest of four, so I acquired copies. Also, radio worked for me. It, yeah, I can't tell you how many mixtapes I made. Did you guys remember making mixtapes and like you have to have your finger on the on the record button as the previous song is wrapping up, and then you have your other hand on the antenna to make sure that like you're gonna get the best signal possible and hit record on. Yeah, the next calling song. into the radio station requesting a song. Oh, so I didn't even go that far. It was just like a shot in the dark. Like, okay, and the song ends and record. Okay, this song or, sucks. Rewind it and redo it. Or you hear the song coming on. It's like, crap, get a tape in there. And you miss like the first 30 oh, seconds yeah. of it. Yep, yep. Um, Christy says, I've been called worse, so it's all good with the name. We could call you worse. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Christy also says, NSYNC debut album was my first one. Gosh. Very nice. Very nice. Children. Christy, did you, um, did you get to check out the first ever classic album clash that we did with uh, the Backstreet Boys, uh, where we did Millennium versus Backstreet's Back? If not, you should go check that out. That's actually, uh, and we'll get into this in a couple of weeks when we do our next talk and shop um, about kind of some of the numbers and stuff because I find some of that fascinating. I don't know, you guys might be bored to death of it, but oh well, I'm going to share it with you anyway. At least you don't have to hear it like twice a month about the numbers and stuff. <laughs> right, right. Uh, so Chet says, worst one-liner you ever used to say hello. Wow, that's a good one. Um, well, I don't know. Sup, bitch? <laughs> I don't know. Um, hmm. I, I've been married for so long. I don't even, I never even use one liners. So yeah, I, I don't know that um, issue of picking up people. Really? The bar. The, well, I mean, I mean, I could tell you my old go-to, but I don't know how, <laughs> how applicable it would be to most of the people watching. Right. Well. Uh, how's it hanging? <laughs> and then it's, they either say, well, there's two different options. Yeah. Two the different chicks paths don't you like go. that. I mean, it wouldn't work for me. So. <laughs> right. How's it hanging? Uh, it's not Roxanne, Jared. It's Kmart. Yeah, there you go. Roxanne. Uh, aging myself here. The Monkees. Hey, nice. No, it's good stuff. Hey, I bought a Monkees album when yeah. I was around that same yeah. time. Yeah, my dad like had those kind of albums, so I didn't have to buy them. I just played them. Uh, Christy also says, uh, to me, it should be considered common courtesy uh, when it comes to masks and people should have respected people's physical bubbles before the pandemic, let alone currently. Absolutely. Oh, um, dude, and I, I have been, I have to catch myself whenever like I see people. I'm such a people person. I'm a hugger. I'm a handshaker. And I can't tell you how many times I'm like, hey, how's it going? Oh, oh. And then I'm like, I'm sorry I made that awkward for you. I know that was just my reaction. So I'm trying to do better about that too. But you're right, Christy. We do need to keep that in mind. You know, if there's nothing that I appreciate more about this pandemic is the personal space. I'm a big personal space person. Yeah. I, I don't mind the six-foot rule. It does not bother me. You know, close friends, I can get huggy and everything. But you know what? Keep your distance. Right. Yeah. I don't know you. Leave me right. alone. Yeah. And that's, so that I, I've really enjoyed the personal space. That's totally not that I'm antisocial by any means. Right. But yeah, but, there's know. limits to everything. Yep. Um, uh, Cheryl says, I think my first time I purchased was Dawkin. So my, nice. uh, my older stepbrother, that was, if you looked at his cassette collection, uh, you would assume that that's his favorite band because he had like, I don't know, seven or eight different ones. So I was like, oh, well, he could do without a couple of these. <laughs> so that's actually how I got introduced to Dawkin. Did he notice? No. No. No, I think I still <laughs> so have them. He I think I still have them. I think I did that with my brother's White Lion album. It's like, oh, I'm just nice. going to put this yeah, in I'm my gonna, car. Yeah. I'm going to put this in the player and forget yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Al says, Shot in the Dark was on hourly rotation back then. That's not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. um, she said she did catch up, participated quite a bit. That's right. I do remember that now. Um, Lisa says, this will age me. I don't care about aging, you guys. Like, it's all good. Music's music, man. Uh, Sean Cassidy was my first album and was in love. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, Sean Cassidy or Leaf Cassidy? No, let's no. Leaf. 
Eric. Leaf, yeah, Leaf Garrison. Leaf Eric. Garrett. Leaf something. Yeah, Leaf something. Leaf yeah. it to Beaver. Yeah. No, Sean Cassidy <laughs> was the guy that was on Partridge. the Hardy Boys. Oh, that's David right. David Cassidy was yeah. on the Partridge family. That's what I'm thinking of, yep. David Cassidy. Yeah. Yep. And they both were heartthrobs. Yes. I'm, I'm going to mute some of these. extra. I just looked down and saw we've got extra mics on, so I'm muting some of that. Um, okay, so... Um, uh, I lost my place. Okay, uh, Lisa. Uh, who was a better entertainer, Lee, uh, Sean Cassidy or David? Ooh, yeah. Do tell us. Yeah. Uh, oh, I've had to deal with people literally laughing at me uh, last year for wearing masks. And uh, to me personally, it's ignorance, and I've learned not to care what people think also. Yeah, absolutely, Jules. Uh, I'll drink to that. Uh, here's the thing. like, I actually have started giving people dirty looks whenever I see them like, in the grocery store and stuff without it, or they're, they've got their mask, but it's like way down here. I'm like, I give them an old dirty <laughs> eye. Uh, and you should too. Um, so let's see here. Uh, let's keep this ball rolling. Uh, Barb says, uh, Hot August Night by Neil Diamond. Brian Betancourt, uh, Kiss Rock and Roll uh, uh, was the first album he bought. Julia we says, says, We said music groups. Kiss Oh, uh, listen to this guy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've got my thoughts about kids. Yeah, they're, oh. Well, well <laughs> let me write that down and okay. save it for another show. Julie says, just got here. What I miss? We're talking about uh, what our first albums were that we bought with our own money. So, Julia, let us know what yours was. Uh, we're just kind of back and forthing uh, some questions that are like the signature questions here on the Audio Rose podcast that we normally would ask our, our guests that we have sitting right here. Uh, and we're, we're just doing it to each other. We're the guests so, today. Right now, we're on, we're on question number one. So, yeah. you haven't missed much. Um uh, Cheryl says, I'm definitely a space invader. Uh, I'm all about the hugs. Nice. Well, that's well, all right. Cause we, I think, you. I think there's an eye contact thing too. The, I think part of it is also that one of the dirty little secrets about being a musician is that everybody's your friend once you come off the stage. Yeah. And normally everyone's drunk that really, really yeah. wants to talk to you. So when you've got some sort of drunk guy, that's like five inches from your face telling you about when they were a guitarist in high school. As you're that, trying to tear down yeah. your stuff. Or, yeah. or even just trying to take a break after pay, playing 45 minutes and, you know, sweating. And it's like, right. I need a breather, dude. Yep. I don't want to breathe right. alcohol yeah. into my face. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the thing, too. You're right. You're exactly right. They can't be like this. They have to be yeah. like, oh, man, it was such yeah. a great set. If you ever need another guitarist. <laughs> All right. I used yeah. to play in high don't school. Be that guy don't be that guy. Or gal. Come on and now. That's, you know, that's one of the one of the crosses you have to bear as a musician because you have to be friendly and you have to socialize with people because you don't want to alienate your fans. Right. But sometimes alcohol removes a little bit of that social graces that you have. What was that? I have no idea. Do we Who have knows? a guest? I don't know. <laughs> I should have shut that door. We probably should have. Oh, well, we'll do that on the next commercial break. Yep. In the meantime, who knows what's going to happen. Oh. Uh, okay, so uh, Julia says... Uh, uh, oh, she had a crush on Sean Cassidy also. Mike McCorder says, the first record I bought with my own money was Kiss Alive, uh, back when there was Consumers Hardware, uh, one on College Street. Nice. Wow. Um, good stuff, man. I, I like that. I don't care what Joshua says. Nice. I like that your introdu introduction to owning your own music was Kiss. That's not a bad place to start, if I'm being honest. Um, Julius, uh, Lisa says, Julia and I need to be on the show together. I think that's a good idea. Um, Christy says, hey, music is music, no age, uh, but, uh, rip to Christopher Plummer. Oh yes. Rest in peace Christopher Plummer. Yes. Yes. Uh, from the sound of music. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing too. There's, I, I, if you notice, like I do try to pay tribute to 
musicians and stuff that pass when they pass. Or um, since we're kind of almost a talk showy, podcasty thing, like uh, when Regis Philbin passed away, I think I did a little blurb on on the screen, things like that. So I, I tend to not go so much in the actors and that kind of stuff. But you're right, Christopher Plummer was in The Sound of Music. Mm -hmm. So I think there's some crossover there. So yes, indeed. And regardless, rest in peace to, to anybody that passes like that, uh, that has an impact on people. Uh, and catch the music in the class monster movies like Invisible Man, mm -hmm. uh, Creature of the Black Lagoon, etc. Yeah, I mean, those are definitely classics. Al's first album. Oh, come on. Now you're starting some she, isn't it? Am I? Uh, my first album was Hootie. <laughs> uh, nice. Mine was The Muppet Show TV soundtrack. It's Hootie time to play the music. Hootie was probably one of the best grunge bands ever. Where's my music? I need crickets. <laughs> uh, so let's. Uh oh. Uh oh. Um, Let's see. Okay, so let me. Uh, uh, um, Cheryl says, "Love me some Sean Cassidy and Leaf Garrett." Okay, it so was it was Leaf Garrett. Garrett. Uh, I had their forty fives. My mom bought those, though I was ten. Uh, predictions on tonight's game. Hmm. There will be a winner and a loser. There will. There will be. There will be. Uh, I think uh, the winning team will have some red on. I hope so. Or else it's I think both teams wear red tomorrow. <laughs> right. No, I... I oh, I'll, they do both wear red, right? Yeah, I think okay. so. I don't know. I don't See, I'm not a sports ball. guy either. Yeah. Uh, we hope the team that most people are cheering for, uh, that are watching along, we hope your team wins. I'll put it that way. If you saw the beginning of the show, go Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, so there. There's that. Um, Mike says, uh, most people that hate Kiss love bands that wouldn't exist without them. I agree. Yep. It's hard to argue. I don't hate Kiss. They're just not my favorite. Um, I don't like to rib people about it. Mike also says, oh, he, I just did that one. Uh, so we've got uh, Marsha Poole here. Mom, what are you doing here? My first album I bought was The Beatles yesterday and today. And I think yesterday. you still have that one. Oh, you didn't take that one? No, I didn't take that one. I don't think my mom would let me take that one. <laughs> She'd prob you'd probably go to reach for it and you'd come back with nubs. Right. She'd chop them <laughs> off. Um, all right. Well, thanks for joining us there, uh, Mama Poole. Uh, Mike says, uh, Leaf Garrett died in the movie The Outsiders, but... Uh, Bob deserved it. Okay, not really familiar. Um, you haven't. You're not. You haven't seen The Outsiders. I don't think so. I'm not. Oh, a movie, I'm not really on. a movie guy. Ralph Macchio. Oh, really? Tom Cruise. Well, I've got uh, some homework to do. Uh, who else was in that? Uh, Patrick Swayze. Well, that's a yeah. List. This was yeah. This was early. 80s I bet you if I saw all, like a, a picture or something. Charlie Sheen. Yeah, there's too many people yeah. here that I haven't seen this. Yeah. Um, so Stay Jules, Golden Pony Boy, come on! <laughs> okay, so yeah, classic, yeah, that sounds familiar. Classic movie, man. You gotta see it. Uh, Jules says, "Okay, let's talk about coffee Barracuda Blend. It does have quite a bit of a real kick. It uh, does, but uh, to it, but back in black blend, that is what I really liked a lot. Also, uh, or their medium roast blend. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, and this is kind of a, a light to medium roast, I believe. The um, uh, Breakfast in America. Yeah, it's your black breakfast blend." Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, agreed. Rush open for Kiss. So did a lot of other bands. Absolutely. Uh, also bought Andy Gibb. Uh, he was popular and yeah. really cute. Yeah, I could see that. Oh, my God. The Outsiders is a classic. The Brat Pack. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. I've, I'm, I'm guessing after all the names that uh, Joshua named off, I'm yeah. sure I've seen it. It's just not ringing a bell for some reason. Um, also, Mike McCorder bought uh, a lot of ABBA records. Well, that explains a lot, sir. <laughs> all right. So let's go ahead and uh, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. There we go. Okay. 
Sorry, I don't know if you, I don't know what happened. We're back. Um, so, Joshua. Yes, sir. we got to start this off right, my friend. Okay. What is your favorite flavor of Pop-Tart? And don't you dare tell me you don't like Pop-Tarts. Um, I don't eat Pop-Tarts. Uh, there you go. There, there. I, I, I do like Pop-Tarts. Now, you, you could tell us why or you could not. That's well, all right. Well, I'm but, diabetic, okay. so I try to stay away from those types of things. Well, that's fair. So, you know, if, you're, if you see coma. Joshua, right, if you see Joshua out and, and you want to give him a big hug and he can't, don't give him a Pop-Tart no, either. Pop-Tarts, yeah. <laughs> Plus, it's not wise to, like, feed the musicians anyway he likes they'll, the strudel they'll never leave <laughs> um but yeah i like the fruity flavored ones uh, yeah the strawberries the that's how i am i yeah i think i've kind of made iced, that. oh I've yeah i've never had it with butter and i, I just dude don't... i don't have the nerve to to try the butter thing no. and and i'm afraid that if i don't like it i've just wasted a pop tart and right not that that's and some butter. big waste but right yeah butter hello paula dean um <laughs> okay um so Andy, Josh, what's your favorite flavor? I'm, I'm exactly the same. Okay. The fruits, the, the cherry, the strawberry, blueberry, wildberry, um, that kind of stuff. I'm not really into any of the chocolatey, um, that kind of like just brown, maple brown sugar. All that. It's just too dry. They're already dry enough. That's because you're not putting butter. Oh, maybe. But they are iced. So there's that. Yes. Now, here's a question okay. that we've not been asking. Do you heat them up? I do. Or eat them? I do heat them up. I'll do either it, one. It softens them a bit. I actually... Probably prefer them not heated up, which is really kind of weird. I'm, I'm, yeah, I know I just lost some street cred by admitting you that, did. but you know. Now, do you do the traditional heating with the toaster? Or do you oh, use yeah. Microwave oh, no, I no, no, I don't think is microwaving even an option. It is the heck is wrong with y'all. Uh, <laughs> y'all, just, just <laughs> listen it up. to me. Um, well, you're from Chillicothe or what? Oh, uh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Says the guy from Arkansas. Uh, <laughs> I actually read that. Uh-oh. Oh, no, no. You're losing uh -oh. it. Oh, my goodness. Uh-oh. There we go. Yeah. I'll just, okay. I'll just, uh, okay. I'll calm, I'll you're moving calm down. that Pop-Tart, uh, Yeah, I got me moving. Conversation. So, actually, I read that book, uh, at the time I was in high school. Mm -hmm. What happened? I don't know. Uh, Which book? The Outsiders, the Outsiders I guess. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, Lisa says, this should be a good show. Uh, how dedicated that you were to Jared and Joshua. We're here in Vegas watching the big game, and yes, we bet on it, and we're still listening to the podcast. Well, awesome. awesome. Yeah. Uh, how much money did you put down, and for who? <laughs> <laughs> Curious minds must know. Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. Oh, I just lost my spot. There we go. Uh, Jules says, I've always loved chocolate Pop-Tarts. I don't eat them very often. I'm like Josh Poole and diabetic also. Nice. Um, maybe a blueberry unfrosted with butter. Otherwise, no. Speaking of Ralph Macchio, the show Cobra Kai, Cobra Kai rules. Yeah, I I've, agree. I've not seen it yet. I'm I agree. again. I just don't have time to sit at I home and watch it, movies. I watched it when it was on YouTube. Oh uh, yeah, on the YouTube YouTube Red. Red. Yep. Yeah, and because uh, they had like about six months after it came out, they uh, released all of them for like a limited time, and so gotcha. I, yeah, I, but they're all on Netflix now, telling, though, right? Yeah, I yeah. was telling everybody, man, I wish this was on a broader platform because it's a great show. Yeah, yeah, I forgot that it. I forgot. No, come on, microphone. I forgot that it started out on YouTube Red. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And I don't think it would have ever gotten made if it hadn't been uh, for How I Met Your Mother. Really? Yep. I don't know what's the correlation. Well, there? okay. So Barney on How I Met Your Mother saw Billy Zabka's character as the actual Karate Kid. Oh, okay. And he laid out the whole idea, the whole plot idea of Cobra Kai. You know, gotcha. Billy Zabka being being the kid that was you know his had his girlfriend stolen away from him and he got 
uh, blindsided by an old Chinese dude, and he was actually the one who was being bullied. And so they took a lot of notes from gotcha. how I married, how I mar met your mother, right. and applied it to that. I see. I see. That makes sense. And Billy Zabka was actually on How I Met Your Mother. Ah, uh, there you as go. Billy Zabka. Nice. So, nice. So, yeah, I think that had a lot to do with it. Uh, Barb says, heat them up. Uh, and Mindy says, unheated. Unheated. Yeah, I could go either way. Um, it's like eating cardboard if you don't heat them up. It's like eating cardboard regardless. You, it, true, you know that as soon as you reach cardboard. for it off the shelf, you know, I'm going to eat some cardboard today or tomorrow or something. Well, okay, soon. it's like eating like. Um, Drywall. As I like how you look to the wall. Yeah, yeah, drywall as opposed to cardboard. You heat them up, it's more like cardboard. You don't heat them up, it's drywall. Fair. Um, Abigail says, uh, I was reading the side of the box and I found uh, in my pantry, some people freeze Pop-Tarts? What? Freeze them? Why? For longer shelf life? I mean, my God. <laughs> Aren't they, they bio? <laughs> They're not even hardly biodegradable, are they? Fruity ones are great, not heated, but the chocolatey ones need to be toasted for sure. Well, I maybe can see that's that. your problem. Yeah, maybe well, you just haven't warmed them up enough. Uh, I mean, that's entirely possible. Do they become like lava when lava? Uh, Julia says, "I love so many Pop Tart flavors. Push come to shove, my favorite is Frosted Cherry, probably the same, uh, which was a recent change from Strawberry. Uh, I grew up loving them, and also bought." And also bought them all the time for my kids. Pretty sure I've tried all but maybe two flavors. Heat them up, heat them, freeze them straight out of the pack. I've never heard of this. Freeze them. Um, Abigail, you've, you've totally blown my mind today. Robert Crook says, uh, where in Arkansas, Joshua? Uh, Russellville. Oh, Russellville. Actually, just outside Russellville, London. Right, next, is... right next to Hooterville. Right? No, right next to the <laughs> nuclear power plant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's no joke. Um, there you go. Uh, Lisa says, hundred bucks for KC. Have to win by at least three. Um, nice, nice. Chet says, The Outsiders was written by a woman that always wondered what it would be like to be one of the boys. Okay. okay. Uh, I've watched Cobra Kai. It's a comeback since uh, 80s time. It's pretty good. I just couldn't get into that kind of series. That's understandable. It's not for everybody, I'm sure. Um, speaking of crushes, my crush from The Karate Kid was Billy... Zabka, Zapka. Zapka, not Machio. Was that the blonde guy? Yeah, yeah. Of course. I mean, he's he's the the, the heel. The yeah, it's same. Yeah, same. Uh, guess for uh, freezing pop tarts, they won't go stale or go bad. Yeah, that's what I thought. Longer shelf life. I'm gonna be that person, but uh, pumpkin flavor ones are solid too. I've not yet tried it. Never tried it. I was trying to try it and I didn't try it. So yeah. Um, let's see here. Let's um. Get back to the, the signature <coughs> audio roast question. Right. So, Joshua, yes, sir. you were known for playing bass guitar. Uh -huh. Did you play in instruments in school? Yes, I did. Tell me about them. I played baritone. Baritone yeah. sax? Baritone. It's like a small tuba. Oh. Yeah. So I've always wow. played bass. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that's also in bass class yep. and stuff too, huh? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and Can played... you still read sheet music? Yeah. Yeah, it takes me a minute. Not me. Well, I was a music Every good boy. That's a D right yeah. there. That is I, a D. I was a That's music me. major in college, so you kind of have hey to. Hey there, fancy pants. Yeah. So I've, nice. I've had the theory. I've had the sight reading. I've had all of that stuff. Gotcha. So. Gotcha. So yeah. if I handed you a piece of music, and like, could you read along and play along kind of thing? It would take me a while. I just I, I used to. Yeah. So for me, I played um, orchestra more so than in band. I did mm -hmm. band for half a semester in school. Um, and I, I'll explain that why it was so short, but, um, and I played viola, so mm -hmm. I read alto clef and I used to be able to, you know, and read kind of thing anymore. There's no way 
There's right. no way. Um, it would probably be easier for me to write music than to sit and read because I could because mm. of the patterns of the writing the chords and stuff like that, right. knowing what key it's in. Yeah, that, makes that would sense. be easier. But treble clef, I, since I was a bass clef person, yeah, treble clef, I have to go. You have to do all the all the translation stuff. Yeah, yeah. Let's see here. Oh shoot, I hit the wrong one. Julia, I I said Julia and read Christy. There's so many comments like going. Pretty fast. Christy says, who do you think Edge will challenge for at WrestleMania? Well, oh, I will ask. This is uh, the wrong podcast to talk about that no, stuff. No, it's not. You He's can got talk another about podcast. You, you can talk about that stuff. Yeah. This is about, this is about wrestling. Music. Review, review, review. Uh, yeah. No, uh, I think it's going to be Daniel Bryan. That's who I think. Because that's who I thought was going to win the Royal Rumble. So there's that. Uh, Bryant says, if the girls want to know what it's like to hang with the boys, just one more. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Al says, geez, I barely made it through Music Appreciation 101. Yeah, right, yeah, I feel totally underqualified yeah, well, to do this show even all Just a, a little, a dirty little secret about any type of like art and music type of appreciation type classes. Those are so subjective, you can make up pretty much anything. Right, yeah. They're, they're uh, basically kind of the fluff off right, class, yeah. uh, classes, it, yeah. It really is because... It's like P.E. <laughs> uh, now, like music For, history is different, but if it's like music appreciation, what makes this song great type of thing, you can write anything, and they really this can't. Is so say nice, it I don't have to get up to get a refill. That it does sound like I'm peeing all over the place, but you know, I'm not. So, um, is there any instruments that you don't play that you wish that you did? You too. I'd like to learn to play drums. I can kind of hold a beat, but I would like to have the coordination to play drums rather than just programming them when I'm recording. Right. And banjo. Banjo. Nice. Oh, well, I mean, isn't that the, isn't that the instrument of your home state? Yes. It's uh, the state, <laughs> it's a state <laughs> instrument. <laughs> and you have to sit in trees and freak out country uh, city folk that come through the, <laughs> through the towns. Um, so in honor of Brian Betancourt, I'm going to let's take a bet here. I've got, this is the stupidest thing ever, but, you know, whatever. We've got a, one of those itty bit of little trash cans sitting here next to us. And it's about, oh, I don't know. Six feet away, I guess. It's, it's Do you think I'm going to make this on the first shot? Left-handed hook shot for ice? Well, I won't tell you all my secrets, but right. just a hook shot. I'll say yeah. Yeah, I used you to play basketball. So you did it. You made it. Um, okay, so. Oh, yeah. I like it. See, I went ahead and I got mine all open and ready. Well, that's because you're using sugar. Yeah. And I can't have sugar. As I said before, I'm diabetic and I don't like homeless. Right. I mean, we need some ratings here, Josh. <laughs> We've got, we're going to be doing. Oh, we're going to be talking. Segment. Can we get yeah. Josh's right. blood sugar? Yeah, yeah. Spike? Uh, well, w let's see what um, what numbers we What's can get higher. Blood? Can we can we get more viewers or or? Uh, <laughs> it's like beat the clock. <laughs> Jesus, that took a turn. All right, uh, let's uh, get back on track here. <laughs> Julia says, Rose podcast does not condone test making blood sugar spikes for its co-hosts. <laughs> right. Julia says, I think Edge has to go for the WWE title, not the Universal. Of course, who's going to have the title? I'm sad that they're probably going to take it off of McIntyre before Mania. Uh, there's just no good story with Edge and McIntyre. Well, I don't know about that. I, I think that Edge and McIntyre would be fantastic. Um, but, um, but yeah, I, I, I don't think really there's going to be a bad match with either whoever Edge is with or whoever um, Drew McIntyre is with. I think they're both going to be good matches. But, uh, but yeah. Uh, so back to some music I have stuff. nothing to contribute to that conversation. That's totally fair. That's totally fair. Um, so, um, 
I could set this up, but I won't. I'm just going to totally pretend like I don't know the answer. Okay. Um, Joshua, do you have any pre-show or post-show rituals? I do. Oh, do tell. Pre-show rituals is make sure that my fly is up. Make sure your fly is up. Yes, make sure my fly is you, up. You're talking your fly, your fly. My, my zipper, okay. yes. Yeah. Uh, is, there, is there any particular reason why? No. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> yes, there is. There is a particular reason why. It almost why. sounds like uh, you've been caught with, caught with your pants down. That's a, a great ACDC fly song. down, yeah. I, I uh, used to do a lot of community theater and when I was a kid. Okay. Uh, from elementary to high school and then got into music and started doing a different type of stagecraft. Okay. Um, but one of the things that I did was a, a theater production of Kiss Me Kate where, not going into the whole story, but I did, my character was on stage in pink tights and under like some blue pantaloons. Hey there, fancy pants. Yes, I was very <laughs> fancy pantsy that day. Uh, so um, I know at least during one of them, during the whole time I was on stage in that outfit, my fly was down. Oh, wow. And so pink tights under blue pants. Is Big old pink. Uh, well, maybe I should. Yeah. That one, yeah. So <laughs> as a result, uh, my formative years, I caught was caught with my zipper down. So, you know, it's formative. And so that's one of the things that you check for before I, you play that first check, note. Yep, especially since I wear pink underwear all the time. Well, you know, I'm not here to judge. Um, no, Mom, I don't, if you're still watching. <laughs> I don't wear any underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Joking! It was a joke! Oh, we can't do that anymore. That's been trademarked or something. Um, so, uh, Julia says... We doth scoff. <laughs> That's what we do. <laughs> We're scoffing! <laughs> Julia says it would be good guy versus good guy, and Vince doesn't really do that. Uh, you bring up a really good point, actually, but... Uh, actually, isn't McIntyre supposed to be a heel? Because wasn't... Goldberg's supposed to be the face coming in with his comeback. Anyway, we're getting into Recliner Wrestling <laughs> Podcast. Jules says, um, Jared, dude, I have WWE WrestleMania on my old uh, school first PlayStation game. Well, that's awesome. Julia, did, Jules, did you know that um, I have another podcast and it's about wrestling? It's called Recliner Wrestling Review. Review. Uh, and, and it airs every Wednesday on YouTube. So go and check that out. It's, it's kind of like this. But How many not. episodes do you have so far? Uh... I think uh, there, I think five. I think we've got we've got some in the bag for just in cases. Uh, like this week, as a matter of fact, we were supposed to record this week and couldn't. Uh, my co-host that lives in St. Louis uh, blew a head gasket in his truck, and so he's had to deal with all that uh, selling his old truck. He actually, um, uh, oddly enough, he he's we've talked. Joshua and I've talked off air, and you guys, if you've seen the commercial that airs here on the show. Uh, you know, he has a huge uh, action figure collection of wrestlers and stuff and all kinds of different things. He sold a, a box full of Lego sets and got 1600 bucks, and that was his down payment for the truck. So I was like, wow, all right, so your stuff is worth some stuff. Yeah. Man. So can't be too mad at him. Um, Lisa says, are we talking about Joshua's pants again? Yeah, it never oh, fails. Yeah. It never fails. I like his zipper pants. <laughs> hey, I'm working during the wrestling show, and sorry for um, opening that gate. Not really. That's all right. Um, well, it's on YouTube, yeah, so, so you can watch it anytime. Yeah, so Christy, we went live one time uh, just uh, last week or two weeks ago and doing uh, predictions for the Royal Rumble just for something different. But it's all um, it's all pre-recorded and uploaded every Wednesday on YouTube. So uh, you could watch it whenever you want to. Um, sorry, I'll stop talking wrestling. You got <laughs> wrestling and music. You got music and wrestling. Absolutely. 
Uh, Deb says, Jared zipper pants. I don't know if Joshua's had any unless Jared made them. Oh, I know what pants you're talking about. Yes, I like those pants too. I don't fit them anymore. Oh. Um, so uh, back to the uh, what we're doing here. Um, Joshua, if you... I know that you've been in, in cover bands and original bands. Right. Um, and, and without having to ask, I feel like you enjoy both. You get different yes. sorts of enjoyment from both, kind of the same as me. Uh, but if you had to be in a tribute band and pay tribute to only one artist or band, what tribute band would you be in? You know, I, I just, I've never really had a desire to do tribute music. Uh, because it's not um, wide enough of a, a catalog or... What's kind of the reason? You that? know, I, I like band, but I don't like bands intensely enough to dedicate a whole, a whole night, a whole persona to, to that. Right. Yeah. The only group that would come close would be Petra. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say Johnny Q Public. Yeah. <laughs> or the Statler Brothers. <laughs> I actually, a couple weeks ago, learned Body B. Oh, oh yeah, nice. Going to be adding that to identity crisis. Maybe you know what I I have been fooling around with the idea of saying, hey guys, why don't we do a set of local artists like that would uh, be cool, a King's X song, uh, a Johnny Q Public song, some some other groups that have kind of um, made their name here. That right, would be just kind no, of no. That's that's really cool. Um, that kind of oddly reminded me of. Um, so in my band Death Made Out, we have a, a song called Lawrence of Arabia, mm -hmm. and uh, it's one of our it, we it's one of our earlier songs, if you will. And uh, another band that we used to play with all the time, Snake Fighter, um, Austin Sanders, who passed away last January, um, when he was sound checking because we would play, we would do like one show where uh, we would play and then they would play and then the next one they would play and then we you know just back and forth on who's on who's on the top of the bill kind of thing. So when it was us opening for them. Um, they would sound check to our song, and I was like, "You son of a!" <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that, that's what that reminded me of. What um, about you? Um, so obviously, I've been in Guns N' Roses tribute bands. I've done King Diamond tribute bands. Um, there's probably there goes my microphone being weird again. Um, let me let me see if I can. There we go. Uh, so there's three that I've always wanted to do that I've never got to do. Um, that before I'm before my music career is over whatever you want to call it that i do i would like to do um just kidding uh i would like to do <laughs> i would like to do judas priest i would like to do an aussie yeah. probably solo um tribute and i would like to do uh, a foreigner tribute yeah so that's which one takes guts well and that's the thing like that's i mean that all all of those um are, are hard for different reasons um I don't know. There we go. Um, yeah, <laughs> right. All those are hard for different reasons. Uh, Foreigner, those clean vocals and stuff. That's not this. Golly, man. I, I don't like how this has been fine this whole time. Can you hear me now? Probably hello, not. Hello, no. hello. All right. Let me. Let me. Hang on. Where's my thingy? I don't know where my thingy is, folks. Um, somewhere. I'm sitting on it. That's what's going on. I'm sitting on it. All right. So we'll we'll do this. Okay, so that's better. Um, uh, Foreigner is hard because it's those clean power yeah. vocals, and I'm not known as a clean singer. I'm, I'm and I, I hate being called a screamer because I don't do that. Rah! But it's it's what it is. Um, Priest would but, be a lot of fun. It's more up my alley. And Ozzy sings in that weird spot. King Diamond, when he hits that high stuff, it's very clear. Oh yeah, it's it's crystal it, clear. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's very operatic, and so I wouldn't say that. 
true. If you're doing King Diamond stuff, I mean, he does but the that's pretty all... stuff at the bottom, but still. Yeah, when he's really but it's very singing, falsetto. Singing, it's yeah. very thin in some ways compared to Foreigner, where Foreigner, yeah. to me, a lot of chest sounds voice. a lot, yeah, a lot mm-hmm. more full, yeah. But I, I, and I'm all for, obviously, since I did King Diamond, I'm all for challenging myself to, mm-hmm. to kind of grow as a as a singer and as an artist. So it's, it's one of those things I would be open, but um, it, it seems like to, it takes even more work putting a tribute band together than a cover band or an original, um, because an original band is probably the easiest, I would imagine, because everybody gets to put in input. Uh, a cover band, it's, um, well, I want to do this song, well, I want to do that song, and a little less input because of that. Um, and you have to, in a tribute band, find people who are just as dedicated to that artist right. as you are. And that's what makes it trickier, I think. Or someone who's willing to receive the pay to do that. Right. Yeah, true. True. Um, let me get over here to these uh, comments again here. Joshua says, uh, I'm sorry, Julie says, Joshua, please let me sing high harmony on uh, the, body the, the body bee chorus. You nice. know, I, I've thought about recording that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, just going to my just studio. Heck of it? Yes. Nice. <laughs> Um, let's see here. Joshua, what was the name of your first band? Uh, I would say first official band that actually played, played, played somewhere was, uh, Battle Cry. Battle Cry. Battle Cry. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. My first, uh, high school little, my first actual little kind of project was me and my best friend, uh, Johnny from high school Mm -hmm. and a friend of ours named Dean that we used to work with. And um, it was so it was just a little three piece. I was playing drums and uh, singing and so guitar and actually two guitars, no bass. It was really weird. Um, but uh, the first song that we ever did together was um, uh, Rock You Like a Hurricane. Mm-hmm. And we never played out. So I won't call that one a band. Yeah. Uh, but my first actual going out and playing a show was the last minute band. And, and the, the whole story is <laughs> the story. About yeah, this. the whole the whole story is we were the last to show up. They needed our name to put on that little marquee thing. And we're like, name, like that's the last thing we were worried about. We we're making sure we we're all here. Uh, and so our guitar player, who was an older guy, was like, oh, we're the last minute band. <laughs> so that's what we were. I think I played like two shows with him and that was it. Um, so my, yeah, yeah. Um, I, Brian says, I can hear you fine. I also bought Double Vision at the Kmart's. Nice. See, that's what happens when you get that blue light special. <laughs> you get that's all right. kinds of stuff. Um, all right, moving right along, Joshua, what would you be if you followed your childhood dream? Uh, well, uh, a musician, of course, but other yeah, than, so you, you about, really I, did always want oh, to be yeah. a musician. Wanted to be, yeah, since the time I got a, since the time I got a guitar when I was 16. Yeah. Wow. That's what I wanted to do. That's really cool. Not me. I, I didn't know it was even doable. I just thought it was like a, well, I come I from family of musicians. So, right. you know, I, I'd seen that. I knew that that was an when, option. When you say, so. So did I, but by the time I was born, like my dad didn't play out, or if he was playing out, I would go to my grandparents, and and my grandparents would watch me while dad played out. So I never actually got to see uh, my dad play out even. So it wasn't until high school that he like did private parties and stuff and started getting back into music and stuff. But um, so, and that's why like on my episode of the Unsung Dreamers, I was talking about it's not tangible to me because it's not it's not in real life. It's it's you know like on the CD cover or it's you know on the music video. Mm-hmm. Uh, so even though I grew up with musicians, I didn't actually grow up around what we know as music. I grew up around a practice room, basically. Right. So I'm assuming it wasn't the case for you. Like you, did you go to shows? And no, stuff? I actually I didn't. Oh really? Uh, I just I all my family lived up here in Springfield, but I I knew that my uncles were playing a lot. Gotcha. Uh, gotcha. But also, I, but did you like get together on holidays and and strum and sing and that kind of stuff or? 
Not really. No, no, no. that was kind of, you know, that was outside of family get-togethers. Uh, it was, yeah, it, but just knowing that my family did that, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Christy says another fun fact, uh, and I always tend to forget to tell you, Josh, but seeing you six years ago with Paralandra at Buffalo Run got me loving bass. Wow. Oh, well, I'm, I'm glad that I got your love and bass. It's a instrument that needs love. It does. It really does. Especially on the bottom end of things. Yeah. You know yeah. yeah uh, everybody notice. No one notices the bass when it's there, but they notice it when it's not. Right. Um, Mike says, uh, I want to see an accept tribute band, uh, brand new CD jams. Yes. They're there's their new album is very awesome. Um, Mike, I'm not in an accept tribute band, but I am in a new metal cover band that hopefully we'll be playing within the next, uh, hopefully this sometime this spring, this summer. Uh, and we're doing, um, a, a, an accept song. We're doing fast as a shark. We might do more. Um, but yeah, good stuff. man. I'm, I'm an accept fan for sure. Uh, no, you had it right. It's, it's bass. We we meant what you knew, unless you were fishing for bass. I was. Did you did you go fishing with Paralandra? Uh, not not at the casino. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um. So let's see here. Um. I'll ask. Uh. Wow, what's has um? Chrissy been following Paralandra that long? I don't know. Wow. I'm gonna I'm gonna stand up and go close that door because that's already yeah. That's killing me. Yeah. Yeah. What's going on out there? Oh, they're, uh, well, I don't want to say because then people will go and watch, but, oh, well. <laughs> you know, some pregame stuff. Okay. I can see you. Um, smooches, peace out. <laughs> see? <laughs> Told you they'll See drop ya. like flies. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, Al. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're not going to be over. We're not going to be doing this for too much longer. Yeah. I don't think. Anyway, we're wanting to do just a little short. Um, let you know we're still alive and kicking, and uh, yeah, just kind of do some fun stuff. So, um, Joshua, I've got a new question that I started a okay. couple weeks ago, and I would love to know this about you. But describe yourself in three musicians. In three musicians. Uh. I would say, well, let's go with a singer would be Elton John because of the, I loved the melody in his stuff okay. and the depth of his songs. Uh, bass player would be Bill Dickens. And uh, guitarist, I would say Phil Keggy. Who? Phil Keggy. Who's that? Phil Keggy, you don't know? He is an incredible acoustic guitarist. Oh, there's uh, why I don't know. Yeah. Well, you need <laughs> I to am a bit of a metalhead. Yeah, you'll you'll need to check out his stuff. He's uh Oh no, no. It's it's pretty amazing <laughs> stuff. Uh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. You, um, like what style does he play? Uh well, he's actually played a lot of he's a Christian, uh done mostly Christian stuff, but uh highly respected in uh he's got a lot of instrumental stuff. And it ver it varies from rock. Uh, he did an album that was very uh, influenced by the Beatles and sounds like a Beatlesque okay. album. And then he's got you know like this really intricate finger style, kind of like a Spanish guitar type. Well, yeah, not so much Spanish, but just intricate finger style stuff. Gotcha. Uh, where he'll do like um, 
Yeah. I'm a singer. I don't yeah. play guitar. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I would say, you know, and none of them is rock, but those, and if I could play an acoustic guitar, I'd play like Phil Keggy. Okay. If I there could write and sing songs, uh, that makes sense. I, it would be like Elton John. Right. If I could play bass, it'd like be. Bass, I see what you did there. Because, yeah, that's, yeah, that's cool. I, I can totally appreciate that, where you're taking it from all aspects of right. musically what makes you up. Right. Yeah, right. not just one facet. That's good. Um, uh, what and was you? Oh, man. Okay, well, that's uh, that's kind of easy for me to rattle off. So, Axl Rose, mm-hmm. be all and all to me. Um, happy birthday this week to Axl, by the way. Um, so, uh, Axl Rose, I would say um, probably... Hmm, that would be a toss-up, honestly, uh, between Rob Halford and King Diamond. Uh, but some, I would say probably Rob, just right. for those power vocals that are just very out front and like and his vocals from the are a little more and, accessible to people. Yeah, I yeah. think King Diamond is a bit of an acquired taste for some people. A lot of a lot of people, it's an instant turnoff to hear yeah. all the time. Um, but um, I, I like the dynamics of all that. Being right. from a theater background, also like and and um, there, there's just a lot more that goes into it. But I would say for me, what makes me up as a singer because I, I I would I for whatever reason don't think all facets of what makes me up. I think of what singers have made the biggest impression right. with the exception of my third. Um, and that's because overall I, I'm not, I don't just stand there and sing. I like to perform. Right. Um, so uh, my third that I would put on Axel and Judas Priest or Rob Halford would be Michael Jackson. Yeah. I would, I grew up a massive, 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 massive Michael Jackson fan uh, watching like HBO specials and stuff for concerts whenever they would be on TV and it was just, I mean, mesmerizing. And it, 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 it's just so weird to see um, those concerts in the early 90s and stuff where you see people like just passed out and they're like surfing passed out people across the crowd just because it was like Beatles, Beatlemania all over right. for, for my generation. Well, I was um, a kid when he did the first moonwalk on that Motown, mm-hmm. what, 25th anniversary special? Yep, 25th anniversary. Yeah. Uh, I remember going to school the next day and all the kids That's talking, all they were talking about. Yeah, it's like, did you see what he did? Right. He was gliding backwards. How'd he do that? Yeah, it's crazy. And yeah, I mean, he changed things. Yeah. He, he, that took, I mean, he was pretty big at that point. Oh, yeah. But then it took from, it's basically going viral. Yeah, uh, before yeah, exactly. going viral yeah. happened, no, that's it's like, like that's it was one of those great way to things. Put that. Like you, you remember when that happened if you were yeah, alive. It was like sure. the Kennedy assassination, <laughs> Except with less, cool with less blood. <laughs> yeah, less violence. <laughs> um, yeah. So and and to uh, just the way that he felt and and mm-hmm. um, um, emoted the music, you know, with the mm-hmm. every little every little thing, every beat, every sound, he he physically emoted, you mm-hmm. know, by by his. Uh, moves and whatnot if you will i don't know how i'm trying to say that um <clears throat> let's see here uh mike says uh thanks for choosing fast as a shark instead of the balls to the wall great tune but obvious choice so cool pick yeah uh my old band sunset strip and uh and my old old band rap boys and both used to do balls to the wall so same i'm over it next uh fast as a shark is a great song um brian says love uh off the wall yeah really good album for sure um so uh Joshua, one more question yes. here for you. What uh, what was your first concert, and who did you go with? I went with my brother. Okay. And I went to see Survivor on their Vital Signs tour. Oh, nice. So, yeah. 84-ish? Uh, yeah, 84, 85, yeah. Very cool. I was 11, something like that. Very nice. Yeah. And you? Well, it's kind of a hard question, because I remember going to a concert, but I was way too young. I was probably like three or four 
so I don't remember the concert. I remember so it was Reba McIntyre. All I remember is she had a blue sparkly dress, and I can kind of remember the stage set. That's all I remember. Um, so the first one that I actually remember going to was another country concert was Clint Black with Wynonna and Judd. Okay. So yeah, again, I grew up a country boy. So yeah, it wasn't until um, God, when was my first rock show? Probably two thousand and one. Really? Yeah, that far in life, and that was in St. Louis, uh, the summer sanitarium tour. Bands by that time. What's that? <laughs> I said I had been in rock. I didn't. <laughs> now it's oh, you. Ah. Uh-huh. I had. Can you hear me? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Feel free to, you know, support the show That's by right. Patreon or something yeah, so we can get some equipment. A... That's... <laughs> yeah, I had said I'd been in rock bands at that time. So gotcha. I've gotcha. been in several rock bands by that time. <laughs> when I was a boy. What I'm saying is I'm old. We had people. to load in. Uh, uh, through six miles of snow that's right oh dude if you've never played in the lake that's no lie oh yeah no like we just yeah uh uh last summer was the introduction to me at the paddle wheel and that alone is uh, i'm like oh god this is the heck of a load yeah down in branson nothing 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 uh try wiggling some of this around i don't know I can kind of hear, but not really. Oh, there we go. Nope. Yep. (laughs) So I played Lake of the Ozarks. (laughs) Okay, hold tight. Hold tight. I've got a. I've got a solution here. I'd say you keep talking, but you know, here I'll I'll give you this. We'll do this the old-fashioned way. Okay. So Lake of the Ozarks is the worst load-in. Have you ever played at Lake of the Ozarks? No. Oh my gosh. Paddle wheel is a dream compared to Lake of the Ozarks, because all the sh- all the places there have to uh, want to be right down by the lake, and so they go down by the oh, what is that the the banks. So you have these really steep inclines, and you're having to lug your stuff down there. All right. Um, Who do you want? Try that. Check one, two. There, there I am. We'll just do this. Yeah. I need to get some desk mic uh, stands or something. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll just play by here. We'll figure it out. We're going on the fly. All right. So, um, has anybody else got any questions? Let's see here. I'm, I want to keep you guys involved. Yeah. Um, Christy says, uh, "Have you ever thought of having non-musicians on your show?" Would love to see you talk to someone of the constant supporters uh, who have a huge list of memories and shows they attend. Abso-freaking-lutely. And you've had none. Whoa, that's hot oh, to me. Wow. Oh, my Is God. Is that hot Sorry. in your ears, too? No, it's fine in my ears. Oh, my God. That's like blasting in mine. Sorry. That's okay. We've had oh, non-musicians. Uh, you've had uh, some photographers. you had yes. uh, uh, Music Man Photography on. Yep, Marty Jones and yeah. Brenda Fulbright. We've had Amy Oberbeck from yeah. Just One More. Um, yeah, there's a lot, and I, I want to. Yeah, Shane uh, Jennings. He was not. He's not uh, a musician. Word to your mother. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I'm gonna put this back Love on you, Shane. as long as it's working. Um, so, so yeah, drummers. We've had drummers, not musicians. I want to get some more um, venue owners. Oh, Tom Hembry. We've had Tom Hembry. Tom Hembry. Um, but I want to get some venue owners in here. In fact, I've got a show slated for. Um, I'll go ahead and and give this away in April when we kind of get to that uh, one year 
anniversary of when we first got into lockdown and stuff. And I want to catch up with some venue owners and see how they've had to navigate all this um, and, and see, you know, kind of check in on them. Take their pulse of how's your business? What can people do? Um, that kind of thing. So that's kind of what's in the in the works. Um, Mike says, uh, my worst concert experience was going to see Iron Maiden in St. Louis with Guns N' Roses opening. Uh, guns canceled and and a band I couldn't stand called Hurricane opened up. Wow. Um, hold, uh, I was so bummed. Singer uh, went to front forerunner, as many of you, as you may know. Yeah, we were just talking about yeah. Kelly Hansen. Yeah, we yeah. were talking about and, that. And we were talking about how I'd never really spent any time with Hurricane. I've never, I've never really taken the time to listen to him, and I don't know why, but uh, now you're making me trepidatious to even try. <laughs> So what about what about Hurricane? Did you not like Mike? Uh, that's that's kind of interesting. Brian and Lisa have been on the show. Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I think uh, Lisa was here on the Christmas special. That's right. Uh, Kim Garmory also, and yeah. yeah, she neither one of those play instruments. Um, but yeah, it, and you all know, kinds of music. You uh, have that commercial for like suggestions for for guests, or if you want to be a guest. So that's right. If you want to be a guest, just uh, speaking email. of which, maybe that's Sorry, no, go ahead. Just email the audio rose podcast. Gmail, right? At gmail.com. Uh, speaking of which, why don't we uh why don't we dip out and do a little commercial break and uh, see if we can get some microphone stuff figured out real quick. Sounds good. All right. Classic rock coffee. It's coffee the rocks, yeah. This ain't your typical coffee shop. It's Java with attitude, baby. From the moment you step onto the stage, you'll see, hear, and taste the difference. We're rocking and roasting seven days a week with guitars, amps, lights, burning wrists, and groupies. We've got the best coffee, frappe, smoothies, protein shakes, pastries, and sandwiches. Oh, yeah, green M&Ms if you get backstage. Come on in and get a whole lot of love. Get the idea, my babies. Even if you don't love classic rock. Well, that's impossible. You're going to love classic rock coffee. Check us out. Located at Kansas Expressway and Sunset. All right, so we are back here. I've got uh, got a little microphone set up for Joshua when he gets back from his pee in a puff. Um, and like I said, we're not going to be on here for too much longer. Everybody's wanting to go and watch the game, uh, ourselves included, if for nothing else, the commercials. Um, so, yeah, um, I think we've got all of our kind of generic um, audio roast podcast signature questions out of the way. So keep them coming in. We're enjoying chatting with you guys. This is something kind of really different for what we do. As far as uh, no structure, we're just flying by the seat of our pants. So it's kind of fun for us. It's different. Um, Mike says, well, just thought they were a C-League band. I would agree with that. And uh, with average songs. The funny thing is on the way up there, we talked about how boring their music was. But you also have to consider being as excited as I was to see Guns N' Roses live. Uh, just, uh, just about anyone else opening would have been a disappointment. The crowd hated Hurricane, who who's just happened to have brothers of Carlos... Uh, Cavazzo and Rudy Sarzo in the van. I did not know that. 
I didn't. So I, again, not only musically, but I just never really dove into anything really about Hurricane. So that's kind of interesting. Interesting to know, Mr. Mike. Uh, I've, I've been to my fair share, if I'm being honest, of concerts where the openers, it's like I'm just getting through it and hurry up and get off the stage so I can see who I paid to be here for. Um, and there's been plenty of concerts that I've been to that I was like, wow, I didn't expect the opener to be this good. Um, uh, as an example, um, when I went and saw King Diamond last time, uh, the second time uh, in Chicago last year or two years ago, um, there was a band called Dorothy that opened for them, and they they were fantastic. I really enjoyed them. Um, so yeah, good stuff. Um, Mike says, uh, if you dive in Hurricane, the pool is very shallow. <laughs> Nice, nice. Well played. Um, so I'm trying to think here. What are some more questions that we can ask Josh? Let's put Joshua on the spot since he's not here and uh, he'll be back in a minute. But let's try to put Joshua on the spot. Um, in the meantime, we've got we talked for a second on that break and uh, we've got we've got some other questions, but I don't know if I want to give them all away. So we might just give you a, a little taste of what we have in mind. We might actually have a, a full podcast based on some of these questions. So I don't want to give too much away, but um, we will uh, we'll get into some of these because I think it's I think this is just a fun little um, a fun little way to keep some some conversation open with you guys. So this is fun. Uh, favorite Petra album. Yeah, I, I, I'll be honest, man. I don't. I did not grow up, and I still don't listen listen to um, Christian music. So I, I that's totally out of my wheelhouse. That's not that's just not what I grew up with or, or know at all. So my favorite Petra album is uh, the last one. <laughs> uh, sorry, I didn't. Which, which I could, Petra album are you talking I, I about? The last I couldn't one. figure out where you set your microphone, so I got the stand up here for you. But you know. Okay. Hopefully that won't fall off. Hopefully not. I can get my ears in. Okay. Uh, okay well, 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 hold tight. I, I'm going to mute you so that they don't have to hear all this uh, moving around of the uh, of the what you may call it. Okay. Uh, so you're uh, pretending to be the red. Right. Let me. Um, is that very good? Um, yeah, that'll work. All yeah. right. Not too loud, am I? Nah. Now you're good. Okay. So uh, Petra is kind of like Van Halen. They've had two very distinct lead singers and. People kind of rally around who they got introduced to Petra by. So either Greg Voles or John Schlitt, who used to be the lead singer of uh, Oh Head East. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Save my life, going down for the last time. Oh yeah. yeah, take my life, I'm going down for the last time. He became the lead singer of Petra. No kidding. Yeah. It's a small world it after is. all. Uh, so it, I would say I, I gravitate towards the Greg stuff because I, I like him better as a lead singer. But the the John Schlitt stuff was more rock, uh, hard rock. More, gotcha. It veered a little closer to a more metalish sounding, a little more edgier. Uh, okay. But uh, since I know Greg and since I know the family, uh, that – his stuff and i've also got to play with greg so that that means ah. a lot to me yeah but my favorite probably would be uh the more power to you album why and why because i just think it has has some great songs on it i think it's uh um yeah i just i like the songs better on it that's fair that's fair um mike says uh great christian rock band to check out was guardian they yep. could jam yep i got i had a couple of their albums mm-hmm 
I bet you didn't borrow those, did you? No, I didn't borrow those. <laughs> I bought those. There you go. Yeah, it's it's got to be yeah, some kind of bad. Rowe. It's got to be some bad juju to to steal a Christian album. Yeah. Well. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, um, Guardian. I've never seen them live, but uh, they definitely were a great album. Brian they says group. Servant was my uh, first Christian rock band that I liked. Yep, they were good too. Nice. I saw the cool Gun Key several times. I saw DC Talk. Oh yeah, they first I remember. Out. So the only two that I'm even remotely familiar with, and I couldn't name a single song or, or hear it and be like, "Oh, that's who this is," is DC Talk and yep. Jars of Clay. Uh, just because when I was in school, that's all the kids were talking about. Right. They were into that kind of music. So yep, yep, saw Jars of Clay as well. Oh yeah, I knew them kind of, sort of through a friend. Mm. Uh, so hung out with them some. Uh, nice. And DC Talk, uh, they produced. Uh, they had a record label called Goatee. Who dance band Johnny Q Public oh, was on? Oh, okay. So nice. Yeah. And Oren played on the Jesus Freak album. Okay, now that I think I have heard. Yeah, mm-hmm. Oren. That uh, for those As of you, he actually played on Gun. Jesus Freak, the the title track. Oh, okay. That's Oren wow. playing guitar. I'll be darned. I almost said I'll be damned, but it felt weird <laughs> to say in, in that sentence. Um, Julie says my favorite uh, album too. Greg singing. On all over me, and the fact that the song was has three key changes. Wow! And that was actually supposed to be on the album before that. Watches wider than, uh, but at the time they decided not to put it on that album because at that time, um, "Don't Fear the Reaper" had come out, and there was a lot of backlash on like oh yeah yeah side, right? Yep. No, no, I'm sorry. It was "Killing My Old Man" was the one that they didn't put on there, but. Oh, yeah, so yeah, sorry, got the songs mixed up, but that that was a good song too. All over me. Pardon me, I'm just peeing into my coffee cup. It sounds really bad on my mic, on my headphones. I don't know if y'all can hear that at home, but why am I saying y'all? So, you would guys. you guys like a audio roast uh, podcast of Christian music? Because we've been talking, and we, we have. Would, we would like to get me and Dan to. Yeah, I think that's, that. I think, yeah. yeah. Uh, I would actually Maybe like, Paul too. and that's what I was going to say. Yeah. We need three because here's what I, I suggest. Wow, I missed that one. Um, so I actually, when Joshua and I were talking about this uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was like, this is no different from you. If I, if I was like, hey, we should do a wrestling show, Joshua, you and I, and you'd be like, I have nothing to contribute. This is me with Christian right. music because it's just not what I listened to or grew up with. So I think it would be a, a fun little twist to switch spots with you. Right. You be the host of that episode. I'll be the producer, and I'll give the reins to you on that. And because I know there's a lot of a lot of people that are into it, and right. and and that's the thing. And it's just like what we did with the the rap episode last week. Um, there's there's things that are going to be for some people, and not for others. Um, but it, it's all music, and it all deserves to be talked about and appreciated. Right. So so that's what we're going to keep doing. Um, yeah. Um, let's see here. By the way, I oops, I just made a big mess. That's all right. Anyway, um. Chrissy says, I'm so down for that kind of episode. And also the bands who were Christian influenced like POD and Creed. Right. Now you're talking. Yeah. Now you're talking. There will be a new metal episode uh, coming up. POD the next... had like a couple albums uh, before they were like yeah. widely released that were strictly released on Christian labels. Correct. I, I'm Again, I'm not familiar of them as far as those those albums. I know I know of the fact that they right. had Christian albums before they, they went mainstream, if you will. Um so yeah, I, I would agree. There's, and that's kind of why I want to do a Christian episode because there, it, it did create a lot of spinoff, especially like what Christie's saying um, in the uh, in the early two thousands. And there are other of, like secular groups like Mister Mister who were Christian band. Oh, okay. But we're we're technically Christians, 
that were in a band that right. uh and uh King's X uh-huh. were in their early days. They all went to Evangel College is where they met and right. So yeah. yeah, I mean Christian influence in secular music and stuff like that. Uh lead singer a foreigner, um Lou Graham's a Christian. Yeah. And uh the song I Wanna Know What Love Is is about his conversion to Christianity. Oh. It's not about a chick, it's about his relationship with God. Interesting. Um, Mike says, uh, "What? I'll let you read, Joshua. What does that say for Mike? Uh, Mike says, that would be a time to talk about King's X, an epic great King's X, the epic great King's X. Yes, sir, you are correct. Let me take that down he right would, quick. He would not be able to read that. It would get caught in his throat. Yeah, exactly. And- That's why I said, hey, read that. <laughs> um, okay, so I do want um, to, even though we said we're not, let's save the uh the the tea questions yes, for okay for another time. Thank you for for knowing what it meant. Uh, we'll save those, but we've got some other questions um, that Joshua and I wrote down, kind of for each other. Some of these I might actually start incorporating in some of the interview things. Um, so, so yeah, do you wanna do you wanna take one and I'll take one and we'll kind of go back and forth. Are are you talking about the our deep dives mm-hmm. into each other? Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, I feel I like guess, I, I need that Jeopardy yeah. music. I guess what I'm wanting to know is about the Golden Girls. Oh, what do you want to yeah. know? I'll tell you what I, I you want to know. Well, I mean, I don't know how much our viewers know, but you are like obsessed with the Golden Girls. Obsessed with the Golden Girls, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm one. I, By the I, way, if, if you want to send me a T-shirt or a, 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 any kind of little trinket, I probably already own it. So I love right. you, but thank you. I already uh, got it. <laughs> More so than likely. When they came out in the early 80s, you must have been like, well, I was born in 83. So, 83? Yeah, so I was oh, like, yeah. uh, they came out in 85, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, Two, three, four years old? Yeah, uh, so obviously not then. So you so, would have caught like on reruns probably yes. a few years later. Yes, on Lifetime. I just, I wonder what would draw like a five-year-old Jared Isaacs to watching <laughs> so uh, a group of five geriatric ladies. Four. Discuss, four, um, four geriatric ladies <laughs> discussing their love life and living right, down in yeah. Florida. So how, how, do, how, does, how do you relate how does young, to that? How does a young uh, young man relate to uh, some elderly, older women um, from from 35 years ago? Well, so here's the thing. So I didn't get to see them on their original airing. Obviously, I was too young. Um, but I do remember, um, like I said earlier, so whenever my dad would go and play shows, I would go to my grandparents' house for the weekend and, and be babysat by my grandparents. So uh, the Golden Girls, Hee Haw, there was all kinds of, you know, those really good memories of, you know, just like that's that's the nostalgia for me as a kid is watching some of those good shows. Right. Um, and and so uh, to fast forward, it's the wholesomeness, I think, right. the, the the comedy that's uh, timeless. There's, there's little drops of um, nostalgia as far as the topics of, of what they're talking about or some of the little... Um, comical jabs and stuff, but um, so the actual reason is whenever I was, uh, I'm going to guess probably 10, 12, something like that, I d- I'm not a morning person. I do not like to get up. Once I'm up, I'm a morning person. It's no problem. It's the getting me out of bed, mm-hmm. um, and I'm, I'm very hard to wake up and have been my whole life. So when I was uh, seven years old, my parents divorced. I lived with my mom and my sister, and on Lifetime, I think it was at I want to say either nine or 11 o'clock at night. I can't remember. Um, the golden girls would come on. Well, my bedtime, because I was so hard to get up was eight 30 all the way until I was a freshman in high school and moved to my dad's house. But, um, so my mom and sister would stay up to watch the golden girls and I had to go to bed because I was harder than hell to wake up. So I missed out on that. 
So that was like, oh, I'm going to start watching whatever it is. Because I thought, well, maybe that's why I'm getting, I'm having to go to bed early is because whatever the show is. So I started watching it and so I fell in love with it. Was, you thought yeah, it was, I didn't like know if it was racy was like, or what, mm. but yeah, I was like, oh, I'm going to get in these Golden Girls. Um, and then I don't know. I really don't know. I just, I just really um, connect with it. Uh, I, again, I like the humor. It's almost like um, I'm also a big fan of The Wizard of Oz. I know, shocker, right? Um, but you know how like The Wizard of Oz, if somebody were, and maybe this is just me, but uh, if somebody were to say, who's your favorite character on Wizard of Oz? Well, there's, it's kind of hard to pick between the lion, the tin man, and the scarecrow because there's a little bit of each of those in everybody. To me, the Golden Girls are the same kind of way. It's just perfect writing in that sense. Like every character is, you could describe each one, but there's probably a little bit of everybody in yourself or in a friend of yours or that kind of thing. Um, so even though that those characters are very black and white in who they are, and as it relates to real life, they're very gray. Right. So I don't know. That's just, I don't know. Figuratively and literally. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. So, are were you into like all that type of genre, like Matlock and Murder She Wrote and all that stuff? Or um, was it just, yes and no. So, yeah. not not Matlock necessarily. That one kind of put me to sleep, um, and not necessarily Murder She Wrote. That one was also kind of slow. But I love '60s television. Um, right. So Green Acres and uh, I mean, just there. I, I don't want Green Acres was so cutting edge. I don't know if people really realize, but it was so meta. Oh yeah, and so out of the box. I mean, yeah. there were fourth wall breaks and that mm -hmm. stuff. It was it was really something that you didn't see. It's something that would stylistically go a lot better nowadays. Yes, yeah, big time. Also, um, the same with um, I Love Lucy. I, I used to watch I Love Lucy all the time. Also groundbreaking. Um, and in many many ways, um, I dream of Jeannie, uh Bewitched. I mean, there's so many of those 60 shows that I grew up watching that I love. Um, and if you watch like our um, our episodes when we do the uh, the rating of the TV shows, a lot of them tend to be from the 60s yeah. because that's just kind of what I I fell in love with. Um, let's let's see here. Uh, Christy says Golden Girls is like a religion. I'm a disciple of theirs for sure. <laughs> What's Deborah Klein say up there? Uh, right above Christie's. Uh, right there, she said, "Because the Golden Girls no, are above, freaking funny." Above, oh, above. That's, that's the Christie. only comment that I've got. From no, Deborah. there's one above that. <laughs> you mean this one? I, I, I mean that one. She loves King's X. <laughs> Christie says the writing and the acting was phenomenal. They talked about legit issues that made it their own comedy. As a kid, this was the first show where you related to an adult, and that's really the thing. Is um, I mean, that's exactly it. First and foremost, the the writing and stuff. The, the topics that they chose to to cover were very uh, groundbreaking in their own in their own ways. Yeah. Um, Mike says, "Well, then there's Little House on the Prairie." Yeah. He's still, by the way, Mike. Uh, God love you. He's very bitter that uh, Little House on the Prairie yeah, got voted you know off what? so early. I, I loved Little House on the Prairie. They dealt with some really. They really did. The That's stuff another, where yeah. the, the one where, um, and it always seems like the real heavy stuff revolved around uh, Albert. Yeah, his girlfriend getting raped and him right. getting addicted to morphine <laughs> yeah there, it, it went to some that, pretty that dark Albert places a rough life that's what happens when you adopt a child on the prairie right yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> um let's see brian says love the wizard of oz there you go there's another one carol burnett was funny too Very yeah good. carol yeah. burnett show was great bob Mackey did all the costume designs uh, yeah 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 um uh i'm trying man there's so many good I, I i need to get off this tangent but there's yeah. so many good shows from that era yeah, it, was. it really was um all right, so um, I don't I don't have uh, for my questions to you, Josh. Mine yeah. are kind of more open ended because some of these I want to kind of test out on you to right. see if these would be good questions for so uh, upcoming guests. Huh? You're the guinea oh, pig. Guinea pig. Okay. Um, so, Joshua, who are three people that have been the most influential on you? 
three people. Well, uh, can I say my parents as one? Of course, yeah. Because yeah. you know, yeah. uh, my parents, okay. uh, because you know they created the foundation of who I am. Right. Uh, if there's really anything good in me, uh, it came from the morals and from the 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 upbringing. The upbringing that I had. I, I'm right. I. I don't want to say my life was idyllic, but uh, I, I, that's probably the closest word. I mean, I had parents that loved each other, that had been married for um, almost 50 years Are your now. parents still together? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm almost at, I'm almost said, are they still together? Are they still alive? Well, yeah, I mean, they're still on. alive. Well, you're talking to order. my mom. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> you're not having a seance on Facebook. What are, you, what are you doing to me over here? We're alive. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, my mom and my dad are both alive, and they're both married to each other. So there you go. Yeah, nice. uh, and they're they're just genuinely great people. Uh, yeah. So I think if you think, I think I'm we a might good be guy, to know your mom somewhere here on the you, show. So. She, dude. <laughs> just saying, yeah. we got we've got a new segment that we're that we're cooking. Yes, that I'm cooking guys, up. it's gonna it's embarrass Josh through his family. Just Josh, really just Josh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, they. If you say that, hey, that Josh is a great guy. That a lot of that has to do because of my parents, and my upbringing. Right. Um, another influence of my life would be probably Mike Schmitz. Uh, he's the guy who wrote songs for greg volz's solo albums and okay. he was like the first guy that i was in a band with here in springfield oh okay and he's an incredible song uh, songwriter and a lyricist and musician and being in band with him was like an education and how to be a musician gotcha yeah um and set the bar really high with people that i played with so i've uh, been real picky with the groups that i played with because i've been to the mountaintop right with uh with that and yeah. uh, let's see uh, personal influences jeez um, that's that's a tough one it is I mean, huh yeah. yeah and that's the thing like we've not we've not really i don't know what all his questions are he doesn't know hardly any no, of my questions um, three people um i'll I mean, be the first. i've had i've had a lot of uh, of people that influence it, but I'm kind of on the spot, you know? Well, you're on the spot and I want to, I want to uh, preface this all. Well, preface as you're two, uh, you're in two out of three. It doesn't have to be like, if I, if you give me a name like John Doe that lived down the street, mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's an acceptable answer. Like right. it doesn't have to be, you're, you don't have to make it relatable. Like I want to know really what made, what made Joshua pool, Joshua pool. Uh, well, you know, and it's hard also because it, I mean, we're constantly getting influenced by people right? all the right. way from the time we're born to the time we die. Exactly. Yeah. And, and just kind of prioritizing who's been let. Yeah. This is almost like, this is almost like MySpace. Like, okay, give me your top eight and let's right. sit here and rearrange exactly. them. Yeah. Uh, I get that. I get that. You know, and it just popped into my mind uh, with my career outside of music. Mm -hmm. I work with individuals that's, with disabilities and, uh, and I can't remember the kid's name, but, um, Princess Diana, Mother Teresa. No, no, no. <laughs> the kid, the kid's name. Um, there was a child uh, in, in when I was in middle school um, that was in a wheelchair, and he would need assistance going to the restroom between uh, classes. So, because, and I don't know why they chose me, but they asked me that between a certain period that I would take him with his wheelchair between the uh -huh. classes, take him to the restroom, right, um, and assist him with restroom, mm -hmm. and so. I would say that would be an influence because 
in seventh grade, I was assisting in a, a kid with right. disabilities. Right. Yeah, that's, that's that's a responsibility yeah. that a lot of seventh graders aren't doing. And uh, I work with individuals with disabilities. Did that kind right of now. spark like your interest in what you do now? Is that kind of what opened the, that door for you? No, uh, not necessarily. It wasn't because I did that that I went into this field, but it primed me to be someone who, who wouldn't shy away from this. Right. That's what I mean. Like that's yeah. kind of where you're. I don't. Want, no, I will say that. It's kind of what gave you your bleeding heart, like open the door to show, hey, I, I can care for other people besides myself. A lot of kids in seventh grade, it's it's not that way. It's all it's me, me, me. Right. Well, you know, I don't I think I'd always had that in me. Uh, I've always had that caring nature in me. Gotcha. But as a seventh grader, you know, providing personal care to an individual. That's also um, in the seventh grade, I'm yes, assuming. Yeah. 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 Was, uh, made it easier for me to go into that field where I'm providing care right. for on a daily basis with individuals with severe disabilities. So yeah. um, I, since I had done it in the past, it wasn't tough for me to do in the future because I, I've, I've worked with people who've worked a day or a week and it's just like, right. this ain't for me. You know? Yeah, no, no. And, and that, I'm glad you said that too, because I, when you were talking about a wheelchair, like my, my dad's dad was in a wheelchair. Yeah. And so again, whenever I would go over to their house for the weekends and stuff, um, I, I'll still remember my grandpa saying, hey, you're my little buddy. Thanks for helping that kind of thing. Um, but it's nowhere near like the daily responsibilities. And I sure wasn't helping my grandfather with, you know, restroom and all like that was my grandma's deal. But like if he was in bed and needed to get in the wheelchair, you know, adjusting, getting him into there and, you know, little things like that. I was I, I helped with that. But, yeah, that's a big undertaking yeah. to actually really give somebody full care like that. Right. So, yeah. Um, by the way, uh, Mike. Or I'm sorry, uh, Marcia says uh, you're back in the wheel, Josh. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was out. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, it's like, I, that's, a, that's a wheel I don't want to be out of. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, that one actually could have an impact. Um, <laughs> Deborah says, uh, "Are you going to do a love song episode next week?" And yes, we are. We're actually going to be doing a tournament of champions. Um, and um, I reached out to a couple, and I'm waiting to see if uh, if they're going to if they're going to be on because I would really. I, I need to take a step back. So I, I normally when I book guests, I don't book people that are together or I don't book people that are in the same band because I'm trying to, like we explained, bring different circles together. But next week, it's a little bit different. So uh, I am going to try and get a couple on here. And I'm trying for a couple that we haven't had on um, as individuals. So I'm trying to hold out as long as I can before I start asking people to come back uh, because we still got a lot of people to get to. Um, but yeah, we're, that's what we're trying for. So yeah. Tournament of Champions. And hopefully this couple will still be a couple after the Tournament of Champions. Right, yeah, there's that. Um, and I'm also in talks with um, uh, Amy Overbeck from Just One More uh, for coming in and bartending for us for that, uh, just to kind of make it more special. I don't know. I think um, I think she's also looking at doing some remodeling on her bar uh, that weekend, so I'm not sure. So she's going to get back with me this week and, and decide if, if she's going to have time in her schedule to come up here and and listen to our shenanigans. But yeah, we've got some fun stuff going for next weekend. Uh, Mike says, uh, got to run, guys. Thanks for letting me be annoying. No, you're not annoying at all, Mike. I absolutely love it. Why you, you got to run? Join What's in. going on? Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah something yeah. going on. I don't know. Um, okay, so, uh, Josh, I'll let you hit me up with another. Okay. We'll probably uh, do another couple of these and then wrap it up. Guilty Pleasures. Mm. What is your guilty pleasure music band? Whatever. Oh, yeah. musically? Yeah. Um, hmm. That is a hard question because... Um, uh, not to be that guy because I don't, I don't have, I don't feel guilt for anything I listen to. Um, I think that, I, I mean, here's the easiest way. Or, or maybe what 
not so much guilty pleasure, but what maybe surprised that someone would. Okay, he he listens. So I was listening to the '90s dance music when I took a shower today. So I was listening to like Real McCoy and um, Cher, and I mean all kinds of dance music. Um, so I'm I'm just going through my Pandora yeah, it's list. Not here. surprising though. No, yeah. No. Um, so I've got uh, '90s dance, '90s alternative, '80s country. Uh, Christmas, Ace of Base, Yacht Rock, Soft Rock, 90s R&B, 90s Country. Um, I'm, I'm, I'll skip some stuff and try to find some more shocking stuff. Uh, Mariah Carey and Whitney Houston, Tanya Tucker, Reba, Missy Elliott, The Judds, Elton John, uh, Sade, Howard Shore, who was the composer for Lord of the Rings and a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, Britney Spears, Rod Stewart, Prince, King Diamond, Nelly, Dr. Hook, Journey. My musical taste is all over yeah. the place. Um, so, I, I, and I think a lot of that comes from my background with my parents. Right. Mom was country and R and B. Dad was like old school rock and and some and some eighties country as well. So I, I took a blend of that. And then when my mom remarried, that's whenever like eighties rock and stuff with my stepbrothers came into the play. So right. yeah, you know, as a musician, you've got to like everything pretty much. You, you at least have to appreciate where there, things there, come there's from validity and why and everything. I mean, Paul and I, uh, when we were doing the Paralander stuff and we would play out of town, uh-huh. we would invariably ride together and we would listen to Captain and Tennille or, you know, Ambrosia. It's just stuff you don't think like right. the hard rockers are going to go. Right. We're, yeah, we're, yeah. we're listening to to all this stuff that you wouldn't think of. And, and But that's melody is melody. And, and that's it. Yeah. That's one and of good the things, songwriting is good songwriting. That's one of the things that I've missed in a lot of popular music today. Yeah. It's just, there's not melody. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like two or three it's, notes that they sing repetitively. They don't write for melody; they write for hook. They do, and it's well, and it's a little section of a hook. But but even hooks, like back in the '80s, they had melody to them. Yeah. Um, there's a difference between what music has gotten down to is mostly just repetitive, so people can so it's memorable, right? And it's like the na 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 type of concept, the nanny nanny boo boo concept, where you have a simple melody, easy to remember, keeps it in your mind. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And it's not like uh, Gershwin, you know, like, uh, what will I do when you, right? You know, what will I do? Yeah. Um, Christy says, Lord of the Rings is amazing. You're becoming my unofficial best friend. Let's make it official. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Wrestling, Lord yeah. of the Rings, Golden Girls, yeah. music. I think you just hit every, every facet you know, of who are, I am. Are you read? Have you read the books too? The yeah. Lord of the oh, Rings yeah. books? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I haven't read the uh, Similarillion. That's oh my gosh, yeah, I haven't the either. making of. But I mean, that's that's like nerdism to the nth yeah. degree, and I'm like, oh, I'm not quite there. Right. Yeah, I appreciate it. There's things about it that I know, but I'm like, I'm good right where I'm at. You haven't learned to speak the Elvish language. Um. So, are you ready for this? I bet you know a little Bella bit. Haveth Freo nain frecken forth on sinded, yet sure a singe gleome soriende on madusilde. Yeah, I can okay. I can sing in Elvish, mofo. Uh, I actually sometimes will sound check with that in uh, Death May Die, as a matter of fact. Right. And every now and then somebody be like, oh my God, because they know exactly like what scene it's from, where, you know, all that. And a lot of times everybody's like, what the hell is this guy saying? But yeah, no, I can I can actually yeah I can. Now, have you seen the Rankin Bass, Lord of the Rings, uh, or the Return animated of the King and the Hobbit? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. it's that's kind of hard to watch. It's fun for a little bit, right? But if you have you actually sat down and watched like the Lord of the Rings, the animated one? I have I, the old the one that was in movie theaters. Uh, 
from the you're talking about that is the one from the seventies. Yeah, yes. late sixties, yeah. early seventies. Yeah, late yeah, yeah, 70s. yeah. Yeah, that is that's very the acid Hobbit trippy. of that is way easier to watch. Well, that than, was Rankin Bass. Okay, there you and, go. And yeah. the, the Rankin Bass also did a Return of the King one too. Yeah, which was okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually just recently tried to rewatch the Lord of the Rings one. I'm yeah, like, that oh, one's, yeah. Oh, this is hard really to watch. Is. Like really, it really uh, it's it's. It's fun to see, you know, like little gifts and stuff on on Facebook or whatever. Mm-hmm. But to sit and watch the movie, it's 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 well, very it's, not it's palatable. It's almost like the heavy metal movie, you know. It's right. got that really yeah. acid trippy. Yeah, it, it's like for, uh, filters behind animation and stuff. Sometimes it's yeah. really weird. Um, but speaking of really weird, I also am a huge HR uh, Puffin stuff thing uh, fan. And so you were talking about guilty pleasures. Yeah. I can also sing every word to the intro to that. And it's like <laughs> when intros to to shows are like over a minute long. Yeah. So again, I have no guilt though. I just love it. It's good stuff to me. Um, Christy says uh, we're going to need a movie soundtrack, movie songs episode as well. It's coming up uh, yeah. this summer. As a matter of fact, mm-hmm. I've got it on the old schedule, which I should have brought over Do here. Do you have guests for that yet? I don't. Christy, because she, she wants. Be our gal. Did you hear? See her post about wanting to do it, having a cover band doing just movie songs. That's right, which is a great idea, yeah. by the way. Um, and I would be all in for doing a Sweeney Todd. Just saying, it's mm-hmm. like my favorite. Yeah. So yeah, good stuff. Um, because he makes the worst pies in London. Right, and I actually dressed up for Sweeney as Sweeney Todd one time when exactly. I worked at a salon, and we made costumes for everybody that worked there. And there was like nine of us. Did business go down? No business went like- up. No, it was <laughs> awesome. It was really cool. If I walked into a salon and there and guy dressed up as Sweeney Todd. <laughs> I, I would probably like, uh, right. Well, we're not using the straight razor thankful, today, r- right? Yeah, thankfully. Well, first of all, thankfully, I'm not a barber, so no straight razor required. Uh, secondly, uh, we were all too busy anyway with regular clients, so we didn't have walk-ins that right. day. So okay. we did kind of play it safe and and play it. Um, we we planned for it. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that would have been kind of intimidating for yeah. somebody to walk in and be like, uh, you know, I think I'm going to go to Great Clips. Then. I've seen this show. <laughs> I know how it ends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man. Um, okay, so I think it's. Uh, I think you're up for another one. Okay, so uh, speaking of hair design. Okay. When I've been scrolling through your Facebook pictures, I've uh, noticed that you're kind of like Gary Oldman. You're a chameleon. Very much. I've always uh, been that way. I was showing my wife some of the pictures. I said, "This is Jared. This is Jared," and it's like you look different from yeah. like year to year. Yeah. Sometimes you look like a Backstreet Boy, <laughs> and sometimes you'll look like uh, King Diamond. And yeah. So, what's, what's so? Really, what's up with that? I mean, well, I get bored. I mean, that's bored? that's really the answer. Um. So what's what's actually really funny about that? This is a funny side story. Like, um, ten, twelve years ago, whenever I back in the days when I was single and looking. Uh, and you know all the like online dating sites and stuff. People would think that I had fake pictures. They're like, "Oh, that's not you. That doesn't even look." I'm like, "It's me. It's really me." Mm-hmm. But so yeah, long hair, short hair, mustache, no mustache, goatee, beard. Like it all changes. Um, and it's it's all has it all has to do with just I get bored. Okay. Um, I love having long hair, being a metalhead, and being on stage and and headbanging. But I hate it through Monday through Friday. Whenever I'm not doing anything, like it drives me nuts. I look worse with long hair than I do short hair. But I don't care. Like I those the, that that. That's how much I love being on stage, and I, I really miss that. And I'm looking forward to this year being able to get back on stage. Um, but yeah, it's, that's really what it's all about is just changing. And like my clothing style changes, so that influences a lot of things. Um, but yeah, I, overall, I'm just a jeans and a t-shirt kind of guy. Yeah. So long hair, don't care. Yeah, I just was like, you know, yeah, man, but, he just, he's such a chameleon in his looks. Yeah, so, yeah, really and truly. Yeah. Um, I've done like really sharp, um, like. Di- 
edgy designs of my beard and facial hair and stuff. And that was a thing like in the early two, early 2010s. Um, just to be totally, just something different, you know? So, yeah, I just get bored, man. Yeah. Uh, that's what the whole mustache thing started as. I had, I actually had the exact same thing as you do and the whole wraparound thing. And I cut the bottom off and I was like, hey, do you like this? And I got a, oh, God, no, that's off. I'm like, yes, I'm keeping it. <laughs> and like, I've had it for over a year now, I think. And yeah, who knows? I might shave it off tomorrow. Yeah. You never know. Um, let's see here. Um, uh, not trying to overkill your comment section. You better keep it coming. I love it. Um, but whoever tags you on the, uh, Jason David Frank pick from the Power Rangers was perfect. Yep. Yeah. That was Al Hutches. Yep. Uh, he's forever hard at work, uh, on the old Photoshop, but yeah, no, that was absolutely hysterical. Loved it. Yeah. You do look like him. <laughs> I do. I actually, um, I was kind of sad that I had to be the white Power Ranger instead of the black one because <laughs> I was, I, I wasn't really into the Power Rangers. Um, but I, I, I'm familiar enough to know that I thought the black one was a cool one. So, yeah. but black's my favorite color. So there's that. Um, man, I'm trying to think here. So let's, um, no, I want to save that. Let's, uh, let me see what I've got on the back of this. What we're doing. So I've asked you about, uh, name yourself and three musicians, three right. influences. I'm going to keep going on this three theme. Oh, um, good. if you could have dinner with any three people alive or dead, who would they be? Uh, Rich Mullins. He was a singer-songwriter, a uh, Christian singer-songwriter, but more than just uh, your standard. He, there was a lot of depth to him. Uh, okay. Um, he was one who didn't fit into the Christian singer-songwriter box very well. Right. Because uh, he brought up some challenging issues, and he he's dead. So uh, right. I, I'd like to sit down and just pick his brain. Yeah. Uh, see who else would i like to have dinner with um i don't know maybe some sort of um uh, philosopher uh maybe no oh, c.s lewis okay yeah uh, would love yeah. to sit down with c.s lewis there you go uh and uh, let's see who else um maybe bill burr Oh, okay. So a comedian. Yeah. yeah nice. Yeah. Nice. So yeah. That, that sounds like an interesting yeah. night for yeah. dinner. <laughs> I don't know if I'd have them all together separate together, but I mean, gotcha. maybe separately just right. them. But yeah, yeah I think that would be. That's a fun yeah. combination. Yeah. Um, okay. I'll, I'll let you. And you, who would you like to sit down oh, with? Oh God. Um, what's funny is I, <laughs> I was writing these down and I was like, maybe I should think about what my answers is being. I was like, ah, never. Don't worry about it. And now I'm like, crap, I should have thought have. about it. Um, so for me, I, Axl Rose, of course. Um, and then from there, I, I, it gets hard. Um, that would probably end up in a fight, though, wouldn't it? Then he end up fighting most no, of the people. Y'all need to quit. With, I'm, I, I, you know, I try not to cuss on the show anymore, but y'all need to quit with this shit. So <laughs> Axl Rose used to be a dick, but he's not anymore. Y'all need to separate the two and realize that he's learned and he's matured and he's a different person. So give him a fresh slate for crying out loud. Okay. Um, yeah, and he's so not fat anymore. Ten years so. to. To make an album, though. Yeah. Now, yeah. now I'll get on the shit wagon for that because, yeah. Come on, Axel. We need some more music. Um, but, yeah. So, uh, Axel Rose, I would... Oh, man. I, I'm going to probably have to go on the sappy side. Um, I would like to say probably uh, my dad's dad, my grandpa, who passed away when I was um, like 10, 12 years old um, just because I have a bad memory, so I don't remember a lot of things. So, it would be nice to, to see him now uh, him to see me now and, and the progression of things. 
Um, so I would say that, and I would say, hmm, I'll, I'll play another one that's not famous, and it's just, uh, it's kind of on what I asked about uh, influences to you. Uh, there was a friend of mine uh, that lived in Ava. We worked together, and um, it was kind of a special friendship. He was like in his 60s. I was 18, and it was just kind of that mentorship. And uh, so my friend John Yisley, who I actually found out last year, uh, passed away a year prior to that, and I never knew. Uh, so I would say him. Yeah. So yeah, because I'm I'm sappy like that. I'm I'm very sensitive. Oh. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, one more one more three question for you. Okay. Um, if you won the lottery, what would be the first three things you did with the money? Uh, well, I don't play the lottery, so I don't think about Same. it. Same. I would oh, never win because yeah, I don't play. Yeah, I don't play. Um, <laughs> if Christy Presser won the lottery and she won a yeah. billion dollars and gave us each $500 million. I don't know. You know, I would probably... Well, that's a bit much. That's, that's I, the whole thing. I anyway. would probably build a studio that I could record in. Okay. Um, and probably just throw the rest in the bank. And I would I would give quite a bit of it away. I would yeah. find charities to give yeah. away. Um, um, not that I don't like my job. Mm -hmm. I, I do like my job, but I would... I, I would like to really just pursue right. my, my music and yeah. not feel that I have to. Um, he works hard for yeah. the money. Yeah, I, yeah, I so, get you. Yeah, I, I, I would like to retire to leisure. Yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. Uh, just, you know, maybe also uh, actually start investing in bands and, and take a more productive production approach mm -hmm. and um, at least trying to change maybe locally with the concept of what music should be right and invest in, you know, there are so many good groups out there that will never get a chance because of where they're at, how they look or who they don't who, know, who they don't know. Yeah. Uh, and A and R people are, are so about, we're not going to risk anything unless we know it's gonna it's even worse yeah, nowadays you're yeah, absolutely it's even right worse. yeah mm -hmm. because stuff has gone so digital and it's taken it out of their yeah. big studio's hand so they're not going to bet on anything that's not going to be a sure thing exactly uh so and even if it's not so much that i'm getting them signed to a big label but i'm just helping them grow as a band right to you know teach them to be good musicians on and off stage yeah you know Yep. And invest and just give them a chance. That's probably what I would do with the money. There you go. Um, what about you? Um, <laughs> well, um, first of all, I would buy a house. Um, yeah. I would buy a, a car or a truck probably. Um, and then the next thing I would do would be uh, like my family. So like either pay my mom's house off or buy her new house. Um, my uh, nieces and nephews, I would, you know, contribute to a college fund, that kind of thing. Um, you know, just helping, helping the people around me close, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and then from there, I mean, like you said, charities, save it, et cetera. Um, there, I mean, trust me, I have no problem spending money. <laughs> right. Well, um, you know, I, I don't have a whole lot of 
I'm not a car guy. I'm not a boat guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Same. Uh, like I, when I say I'm talking like I'd buy a, like a Chevy Silverado or a, you know, and and like, like call it good. Like right. it doesn't have to be a Lambo and a. For, I'm not. That's not me. Yeah. And and I'm, you know, even though I'm a musician, I I don't have to have all the best of everything. Right. You know, my bass is like a two hundred dollar bass. Right. Um, Music equipment and stuff. I'm like exactly what you were asking about the my style and my my looks. I'm a chameleon. Like I like that new beer smell. Yeah. So I'm not going to go and invest in like, oh, this is all I'll ever need. I would die inside. I'd right. be like, I need, I need, you know, uh, some some new motivation or some new something to to keep those wheels spinning. And if I had right. the same setup for the next thirty years, I, right. I'd be like, I'd rather not do anything. Right. I mean, I'd like to get a Conklin bass, like a six string bass. Just shout out I, to uh, the Conklins. Oh by my the way. gosh, yeah. they make such beautiful and such wonderful instruments. Yeah. I would I, I would drop a couple thousand on a nice bass. Yeah. Just so I could have a Conklin. Yeah. But if it played like crap, I, I would never buy it again. You know, <laughs> right. I mean, if it doesn't sound any, yeah. So it's, yeah. but I'm sure it'd be great because they, oh, yeah. they're amazing bases. Yeah. But yeah, if I could afford it, I'd buy one of those. There too. you go. Now's the time to do it. Um, Christy says, <laughs> but uh, I'm back in the will. So mom, right. dad, that's one <laughs> um, of your inheritance. There you go. My inheritance is <laughs> on is the Conklin base. Christy Presser says, would love a dinner with Freddie Mercury, John Carpenter, and Sigourney Weaver. Ooh, those are so now, now Freddie Mercury, uh, yes, 100% for sure. Like, yeah, that'd be great. John, John Carpenter, Carpenter interesting. Yeah. So you're into horror and all that, I'm, I'm yeah. assuming. Have you Sigourney seen Sigourney Weaver? Seems really madness? random. What? Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver was in like uh, Aliens and stuff. So yeah, she but, has that, that horror-ish background, that sci-fi okay, maybe, maybe, okay. background. Yeah. All right. I, I can and understand she's that. a pretty good actress, too. Yeah. Have, have you seen In the Mouth of Madness, Christy? Wasn't that a John Carpenter movie? I'm not sure on that one. I don't know. That's a really interesting... Lottery interesting uh, for Christy is travel for a year, take care of family, and donate the rest. Yeah. Wham. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, and uh, that kind you, of if you have like two or three million in the bank, you can live off the interest off. Oh, good lord, yeah. yeah, yeah. If you if you're smart and play your cards mm -hmm. right, yeah. The, so that'd be the first thing is get an accountant or a CPA or right. somebody could smarter than me that could tell me what to do yeah. and not to do. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm just a poor boy from a poor family. He's just a poor boy, blowing his money right, left, and center. Um, okay, so Christy uh, brought something up that was actually on my um, on my la as my last question to you, Joshua, is um, if you could take a dream vacation, where would you go? Oh wow! Uh, a dream. One of two places. Um, I'd like to go to England just so I can visit Abbey Road Studios. Oh, okay. And just kind of hit the historical spots in England because I've always, I watched the Great British Baking Show. That's one of my guilty pleasures. Nice. I love, so do we. I love yeah. the BBC stuff. Anthony I, is obsessed yeah. with that show. The British yeah. uh, panel shows. Love those. You're peeing all over my answer. <laughs> You ever watch like QI and all those uh, the year in review shows that they do? No, uh -uh. no, I've on, seen like the IT crowd and and some of the other oh, BBC stuff. Oh, yeah, I was gonna ask you if you've seen that one. Yeah, the, oh, yeah. the episode with the work outing where they go to the play. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's some good and it's really well written comedy. <laughs> it really it, yeah, is. Yeah. Anyway, so I would like to go to England because I, I just. I like the attitude of the British people, and yeah. I also want to see Abbey Road Studios. Nice. I want to get my uh, obligatory picture of me crossing the street. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, and then I'd like to go back to Guatemala. Back to Guatemala? Been, yeah. I went there like on, on a mission, missions trip or something? Well, I went there on a mission trip when I was uh, in like ninth grade, I think, and uh, eighth or ninth grade. And it's a, it's a beautiful country. I mean, there's turmoil, but it's like uh, 70 degrees all year round. Uh, wow. And 
got some beautiful lakes and just yeah just like to go back and visit there very cool um i already saw in the comments uh christy you and i have something else in common um so to answer that question for myself the answer would be new zealand new zealand uh, of that's course where, that's yeah. where they film lord Again, of the rings yeah, yeah. um oh, and, and off the topic because i don't want to forget it okay buddy if you ever go down to arkansas Go to yes. the, the Hobbit House. Yeah, a buddy of mine owns that. Oh, really? Yeah, graduated with high school. Michael Buckner. He. Uh, wow. Yeah. So. Well, we might be uh, taking a vacation this summer. So. Oh wow! Well, yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, Christy says the, the Hobbit village they built in New Zealand for sure. Uh, it's a legit place now. Yeah, you're talking about Hobbiton, uh, and it's awesome. Uh, Holly, hey, how's it going? Uh, yay on seventies. Yeah, I would. I would be all for seventy degree weather year round. Yeah. That's hard to argue. Um. All right. Well, Josh, you uh, you want to hit me with one more, and then we'll we'll call it a day. Uh, let's go with. Uh, do you have any secret talents? Secret talents. Yeah. Hmm. Man. Um. I'm assuming because when, whenever I think of whenever I think of this question for other people, I imagine like, oh, I can you know lick my elbow, or I you know like, not. I don't know. I, I guess physical feats of your by yourself, you know, not like like I could say, Stupid oh, I, human tricks, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. Like I could say, oh, I'm inclined to learn new things really quickly. Like that's that's a talent of mine. Like I was just talking to somebody the other day about what we do here on the show. Mm -hmm. And she was like, well, oh, what college did you go to or what did you get a, um, a degree in fine arts or, or media? And I'm like, no, I YouTube this shit. Yeah. Like I don't. <laughs> right. You know, and then I just trial and error, uh, trial and error. Um, but yeah, no. Um, so secret talents. I don't know, man. Like. I used to be a good dancer. I'm I'm old and fat now, so I, I probably couldn't bust a move like I used to, but I sure used to. Um, I don't know. I guess that. I don't know. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, right. I don't know. How about you? Uh, I juggle. Can you really? I can juggle. I, I can only juggle like two things, you know, and it's like the, the this thing. Oh, I'm not even in frame. It's it's this. It's, you know. Yeah. Not, um, that's not technically not juggling. No, not at all. So nothing. I can, I can do nothing. Um, I can, um, let's see here. I can, uh, I grew up on a farm. So whenever you've got, you know, a, a, a group of cattle, um, a herd uh, going from point from point A to point B, and usually you, you they pass through a small passage so you can count them and, right. and make sure you've got all, all the head. Um, so I can count cattle really quick, like one, two, three, four, five, you know, as, they're, as they're passing. Quick head count. And, if, and you can, that's one of the kind of thing you cannot mess up. That's, no. that's a, honestly a, a big responsibility on the farm. And so I, I was really good at doing that. So I had always heard that it is not etiquette to ask a farmer or a rancher how many head of cattle he has. Um, because that's like asking them how much money do you have? Essentially, yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and it's also kind of the security thing too. Right. Um, because if they're like, oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, I know I can hit you up for some cattle win, and you're not going to miss them. Right. So, yeah, uh, it's kind of like, hey, how big boy are you? <laughs> it's, it's that kind of thing. Like, yeah, it's just not everybody needs to know that kind of right. stuff. Yeah, but you're exactly right. It is it is almost an etiquette thing uh, more than anything because it is easy to kind of calculate. If you know anything about livestock or, or farming and stuff, you can kind of calculate that or get it uh, thereabouts um, as far as income. So, yeah. Um, Let's see here. Didn't know we were going to talk about farming on this episode, did you? Right. Um, yeah, there you go. Christy says there's a hobbit place in Arkansas. Yeah, yeah there is. Uh, my, my friend owns that. Uh, what, do you remember the name of it? I know I've seen it it's on called Facebook. called The Hobbit House. Hobbit House. And uh, Michael Buckner. He Michael built Buckner. That. Um, side note, I saw on Facebook this week that I want to say in North Carolina, there's a um, 
not Hobbits. It's um, Harry Potter Treehouse in North Carolina. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, that if, in fact, I think it might have been who was that? Somebody on that watches the show just went there. I think I can't remember. I don't know. My memory sucks. There's a hidden talent. I forgot. What your memory sucking? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's a talent. That's uh, more of a deficit. Hey, Holly. Right. Uh, Michael and the Hobbit House totally in on that road trip. Awesome. Secret talents? Are they supposed to say secret? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. I mean, I've got some talents that are <laughs> NSFW. Um, <laughs> show please. Uh, no. Uh, can you still? You can still bust a move. Totally. I've seen it lately when you stage. Crash, Josh has said, no, I'm not talking that kind of dancing. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, Christy Presser says, I can do four-leaf clover with my tongue and stand on my head. Uh, don't ask me how I discovered this. Well, that's interesting. I can't do any <laughs> do of the Do you have to things. do it at the same time to work? <laughs> right. I can do cartwheels and roundoffs and that kind of yeah. stuff. A lot of people can't do that. I used to be able to do the splits in the air. Really? Yeah. In the air? Yeah. Just jumping up. And oh, yeah. David Lee Roth kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I can still do all that. Uh, it, it just hurts more. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that was a question I can't believe uh, I never that was a question I can't believe I never known this before Mm. before a before a Um, in northern Cali there are lots still Mm, no clue Um, so I don't know Josh you got anything else Uh, I don't I mean, I could ask you about your shock rock or your wrestling. Would you want to talk? Yeah, a little I, bit about I would, I'd say those are that's that's a good bookend. I would yeah. say let's stop here and we'll we'll pick this up some other time. Okay, uh, we've got. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm going to let you take over the show for just a second. Okay. I'm going to grab our calendar so we can kind of tell people. Okay, what in for. so do you want to go to commercial then? Um, yeah. Well, yeah. hello. Yeah. We're back. Ooh, hello. We're all fuzzy. Why are we fuzzy? Let me put my hand out here and focus. Because you hit the the camera focus. before we. Did you hit the, you hit the camera? Something happened. You, you... I'm not liking this. Hey, look at my face, would you, camera? Come on, camera. <laughs> I don't know what's up. Let me uh. Let me. Oh, here I'll do my terror impression. Let me adjust the camera. You need to unbutton a couple of buttons. For yeah, that. I probably do. I don't have as much to show off, though. Um, there we go. That's better. Um, yes, yeah, so let's uh, jump over here to these comments. Um, Hobbit houses. Uh, damn, you autocorrect. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what I was going to say about the Hobbit house. Oh, my God. Trampoline practice with that guitar, Josh. Yeah, I'm too old. I will break in half trying to do that nowadays. I, yeah, a trampoline wears me out. I get out of breath anymore. So... And it just popped into my mind. Okay. Michael Buckner, Buckner, the guy who did the Hobbit House, was the bass player of one of the bands that I was in. No way. In high school. Yeah. So really? Yeah. He was. That was a short-lived band, and it went through different uh, different, different members changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like the first gig that we did, he was the bass player. So I'll be darned. He was ran around in the group of uh, kids that I ran around in high school. So. Wow. Yep. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, here we go, uh, Chris Hankins. Thanks for joining us, man. Um, Hidden talent of Joshua and Jared both. Uh, they've never been in this. They've never been seen in the same room at the same time as Batman and Robin. Just saying, you need to come out more, my oh, friend. <laughs> but you might be on something. I don't yes, know. I do have a red phone over here, so yeah, it's yes. like uh, it's like you know. I feel like Alfred sometimes. Uh, Julia says, yes, "Ah, good camera buddy. adjustment." <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, I don't know. Um, oh, that's what I was going to say. We're going to talk about what we've got coming up. So okay. um, without getting into too many details as far as who we've got, because I've got um, some that still need to be booked and some that are going to be 
uh, th some that are already have confirmed guests and stuff. But um, so we're going to do next week uh, a Love Songs Tournament of Champions uh, episode. We've got. Um, do you have this on the graphics? Nah. Okay. Um, we've got um, a Talk and Shop episode coming up uh, in two weeks. So that's kind of where we'll continue a little bit more of this. Okay. Um, and that's, uh, we're going to be talking behind the scenes podcast stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I don't want to give too much away, but it's it's going to be fun. It might sound boring, but it's not. It ain't. Okay. It ain't. Are we going to do a studio tour? We'll do a studio tour. Yeah. I'll show you what show, it looks show like. Show them the digs. Yeah. Um, give them a little uh, behind the scenes action. Um, let's see here. Um, we've got a, a, another grunge episode. We're going to be revisiting grunge. Um, it, don't you even? <laughs> is it going to be really grunge? <laughs> it's going to be really grunge. Um, yeah, and as a matter of fact, I'll go ahead and uh, let the cat out of the bag on that one. Julia Lay Cobb is going to be making a trip all the way down from Lee Summit, Missouri, to Ooh. come and be on the show. So really looking forward to that. Uh, Julia is awesome um, as far as being um, a great musician, a great follower of the show, and and the Unsung Dreamers. So I'm really looking forward to getting to know her in person because our paths never crossed while she was here in Springfield. So yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, we've got uh, Pop from the year 2002 coming up. We've got um, a U2 episode for St. Patty's Day. Oh, we're gonna Irish. Be, yeah, Irish. Irish. Uh, I can't do it. <laughs> I shouldn't have even done that. Uh, we've got, Barney, we've got a British Invasion show that we'll be doing uh, in March. Um, all kinds of fun stuff coming up. So, yeah, that's kind of uh, a look into the next couple months as far as what we've got going. So, should be some good stuff. And as always, man, it's it's all interchangeable. We can make shifts. Uh, uh, to the to the calendar and stuff. So if there's something that you're like, why have you not done this? Hit us up. And that's what Josh was saying. Like that's what the email and the the messenger and the, all that kind of stuff is for. Let us know. Let us know if you're if you have somebody in mind that hasn't been on the show that you're like, man, you guys need to have this person on. Let us know. Make help us make that connection. So I don't know everybody. And I can't know everybody. So yeah. Um, I don't know, Joshua. Anything uh, else? I've got any comments that. Uh... Got a heart and got a a, a smoochy boochie, snoochy snoochy boochie. Yeah, we we're more like Jay and Silent Bob, is what Chrissy Chrissy yeah. was saying. Yeah, which I went as Silent Bob one year for. Did you really? Halloween special. That would be great. Yeah, I can yeah, see that. I, I'll show you the pictures. I I, I look like them. I love send them because we'll yeah. show them on the show. Okay. Yep. I think that's uh, I think that's really gonna kind of right. wrap it up. I what I need to do though is um I need to. Take care of this. So again, I'm gonna give you the show for a second, and okay. I'm gonna uh, fast forward us to uh, to that spot. Okay. <laughs> so I, I don't know what to say. Uh, <laughs> I can still hear you. So uh, what what he's doing is some behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, you know, a little behind the scenes yeah, action. Uh, it uh, doesn't automatically advance itself. So <laughs> we have to click buttons and push buttons, and they've got to be all in a certain. Uh, Thing. Hidden talent for Joshua and Jared. Okay. Oh, hey. <laughs> there you Hello. go. Hello. Nothing like some some little music and going on. There we go. Uh, let me get my ears back in. Yeah. All right. Now now you can hit us one more. Okay. I don't know why I didn't just go to that. Yeah. There we go. Oh, we are out of out time. of time. You're well, out went, of time. This went longer than out I thought of it would. Time. Yeah, um, we were planning it for an hour. We yeah. did like two. Yeah, we're right at two hours, and uh, we wanted to keep it short because we all want to get to see the big game, and we didn't know how many people would join us. So, thank you guys for joining us. That's 
honestly, that's a relief because we were like, man, is it even worth doing a show? Are we going to have like three people watching us? Heck no, man. We had like 15, 18 people at one point. So good stuff, man. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, what are... Uh, go ahead and advance. Uh, there you go. Uh, final final thoughts. thoughts. I'm actually going to pass this over to Josh today. Well, my final thoughts are, you know, if you meet a musician, get to know them. They may be nice people. They may not be, but you got to get to know people. You got to build those relationships. Yeah, yep. that's true. That's true. Yep. Uh, I like what you did there. Yeah. Um, my final thoughts are go Chiefs. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, uh, either way, no matter who wins today, just have fun with it. Um, that's what we do here on the show, too, is just have fun with things. So thanks so much for joining us. Next week, we're going to be doing Love Songs Tournament Champion. Uh, we've got all kinds of fun stuff planned. So, uh, yeah, check us out next week. In the meantime, um, stay cool, all that kind of good stuff. Don't forget that times are hard for everybody. So may your cup of coffee and your love of music be strong, but your sense of humor be even stronger. We'll see you next week, guys. <laughs>